Okay. Mm-hmm. We're back. We're here. Here we are. Back with our good friend Kenny. Hello. Hello, and everyone. Apparently, that means we're doing Star Trek stuff. So, not to <laughs> put you in a. I guess I'm the guy that gave <laughs> it up for that. I'm okay. Federation with that. correspondent. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. That's a dream job. I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We are here to talk about Deep Space Nine, Season 4, Episode 16. Hey. It's called Bar Association, and it is about a union. It's pretty cool. So I'm not really as well versed in Deep Space Nine as you guys are. I'm a fucking um, niner to the end. It's really good. So I you, waited till the last to watch it. I, I saved it for the. I guess there's some others that I haven't seen, like the original. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get through that now, but it's really hard. It's hard. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't even bother. <laughs> but yeah, I saved Deep Space Nine for the last bit of it because it was just. Not the same thing, you know, not exploring, like, oh, it's kind of boring there at a space station. Not true. They're doing plenty of exploring. It's really cool. Worth the watch. Definitely. I would say it's probably the most radical the series gets. Mm -hmm. We've talked about it before on our original Star Trek episodes. Uh, Take a listen to those if you want. But, yeah, it talks a lot about early Star Trek history, or I guess late Earth history, <laughs> of you know how they came to be, kind of a socialist utopia. I'm not getting too much into details, but like we get a lot more heels than we have before. Like the series as a whole talks a lot about like occupying forces and terrorism, and like everything's very morally gray, which is just really interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm. It's probably my favorite of the series. Yeah, and like I said, I haven't watched that much of it, but from what I've seen. The episodes uh, do kind of have that nuance that I think mm-hmm. is eh, sorely missing, I think, from today's analysis of things. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. It's not just good guys, bad guys, pew, pew, pew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A little more complex than that. All right. Do we want to just kind of go through the episode and talk about it as we go? Yeah, I think that's yeah, probably sure. the okay. best oh, approach. There's also a kitten in the studio, so mm-hmm. if she makes her squeaks... It's not me. Um, yeah. yeah, be happy about it. You know, it's a wonderful experience. Enjoy yeah. the secondhand kitten. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about this today. Yesterday, actually. I was like, you know, sometimes this kitten is really annoying. Mm-hmm. She's getting very annoying and mm-hmm. just like tearing through. But then I'm like, you know, what? we've got these other cats. They were kittens at one point, And most of them, like, we saw that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. they're not going to do that again. Yeah, yeah. And like, we're gonna love them as like their cat form and everything, but eventually this little kitten will mm-hmm. be big cat, you know, being a lot slower paced and everything. Take and on a whole different personality. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you know, it's gonna be a little nostalgic. She's chewing a book. <laughs> remembering her chewing books. <laughs> Is that a library book? No, that's uh, a borrowed from a friend book that I haven't returned. <laughs> the library of friends, though. Uh, Comrade White, uh, I need, oh. need to return that to you at some point. I want to hang out with him again. That's our high school history teacher. Oh, that's great. A bad communist. <laughs> yeah. The best. Love to hear it. Okay. Don't, yeah, don't keep whining. There you go. There's some ASMR kitty noises for you. You look bedraggled. She always yeah. Yeah. yeah, just the way her hair sticks up is very yeah. less bleary this time though. Yeah, her, her eyes, eyes look super great. cleared up. Yeah, very cute cat. Y'all should put y'all should put a pic 
Um, I think we might. Yeah, in your uh, for your patrons, you know. Oh, that's a good idea. Just, yeah. just for the patrons. Yeah, that'll yeah, get pay, pay all this very cute cat. <laughs> Plug in the Patreon here. Yeah. If you guys aren't patrons yet, um, you're missing out on cat pics. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be donated to mutual aid. Mm-hmm. You know, we're again we covered our lack of ability in crimes. We're not able to get that to the people in Palestine, but you know what? If, if you do want to pay for seeing a cute cat. You could do there that. You go. Yeah, it's 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 a good idea. <laughs> okay, let's get into the episode at hand. I'm pulling up the wiki in case I forget anything. <laughs> that is a wonderful idea. So we start off coming off um, coming off some sort of a expedition, something they were looking for some people. They didn't find them. Yeah, they they were in the the gamma quadrant, which is like the neighboring. That's where the wormhole goes, uh, and the station is. Parked right next to a wormhole. The frontier. Yes. And yeah, they're like, cool, we just did like a science exploration mission there, and none of the bad guys showed up to kill us. That was rad. <laughs> <laughs> I should be the, the script writer for, That's right. for DS9 as I'm saying. <laughs> we're saying rad. Oh, what, are the, what are the bad guys called or um, something? They mentioned the Jem Hadar, which uh-huh. are like actually super soldiers created by those Gushi guys, the founders. And they created Odo's, friends. Odo's family people. or whatever, his people. Yeah. He's not friends with them. He's not friends. He at least said. at this point. <laughs> For now. He, yeah. he turns into a traitor. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're super soldiers and they control them through like a specific drug that only they can make. So very fucked up. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> that sounds like in the... Next Gen? Yeah, Next Gen in I the was first about the same episode thing. where they like put him on trial and they're yeah. like, we had mm. the super soldiers with drugs? Yeah, and yes. he's like pulling the like... I don't know, like He's those, those key card things, yeah. but it's like a drug thing that yeah. has to hit it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, pretty similar to uh, some disposable va- vapes, if I do say <laughs> so myself these days. They're concepting. <laughs> so, yeah, the Defiant, the starship in this series, comes on home. And then we cut over to Quarks, which is the neighborhood bar. Uh, Quarks is a. A bar and casino, and also kind of a restaurant, and mm-hmm. is run by the titular Quark. And he is a Ferengi, and if you listen to our last episode on Star Trek, you will know that the Ferengi are capitalists, and they're hilarious, and I love them. <laughs> because they are just farcical. Yeah, I feel like um, maybe a, a surface-level reading of the show, they're like comedic relief, but if you like... If you really like look at you know what they're talking about and the the realities that they create around their kind of civilization, it is a great metaphor for capitalism and kind of you know just how we're how we're behaving these days. Um, it's unbelievably resonant with <laughs> some of my experiences. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I think you have to be self aware to appreciate that. Otherwise, they're just silly. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, why yeah. is he being so evil? Like, yeah. Why is he being so mean? Like, who does yeah. that? It's like, well. This is like the veneer of your workplace and everything's stripped away. Yeah. This is just, you know. I mean, you know, it's the same thing as being like, oh, you you must not be very business minded. Mm. Are you a competent business person? (laughs) You know, that sort Mm -hmm. of talk. I've heard people talk that way. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, I have a couple properties. I'm like, 
entrepreneurial. Yeah, you know, I've I've got some tenants, um, okay. you know, but you just have to be business minded. You mm-hmm. know? Which yeah, kind of means you have to strip away a little bit of your humanity exactly. and <laughs> you have to be willing people. to prey. On, yeah, yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. yeah. You have to turn into a, a predator of sorts. You have to hold things hostage. Uh huh. Like one the one right of those to live. <laughs> rules of acquisition is something like. Um, Treat your friends like your family. Exploit them. Yes. <laughs> that was one of my classic faves. And oh, I think plays into this episode quite definitely. a bit. Definitely. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, the Ferengis are really fun. I mean, people have, you know, rightfully brought up. I don't know. I think they can be too much sometimes. I think mm-hmm. early, early Star Trek Ferengis, like in TNG, they like tried to make them into like real bad guys and it was like this mm-hmm. is fucking goofy like yeah do you remember yeah. like the first episode they show up they have like whips they have like laser whips <laughs> yeah it's the they never show up again because it's like the most impractical weapon <laughs> yeah they're like taking over the bridge holding them hostage or something mm-hmm. but they're just these goofy big-eared dudes yeah. Yeah. Yeah, trying to make a deal like, yeah I, I don't remember that episode that well but yeah mm-hmm. yes about to make a big joke oh, oh that's such a good joke so good <gasps> So That's like Mission Impossible. Good mm-hmm. job. <laughs> You're silly. You need to settle down this this thing. Oh, oh g- give meeps. us a close up sound. Yeah. Man. Hello. No meeps. No. Not on. Not command. a cat of the people. Oh. Wow. <laughs> you know. Not, not speaking. Not up. admitting your mistakes. That's another mm-hmm. kind of liberalism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think my job is to derail this whole uh, purpose that we're here for. Um, that's, and I'm into it. That's the kitten's job, and she's doing a great job. Okay, oh, so we are at Quark's, the bar, and yeah, this is this Star Trek series is a little bit different from some of the other ones because there is money. Mm-hmm. Latinum. Gold-pressed latinum. That's right. Latinum is unable to be replicated, so that's why it's really valuable, I guess. To whom? Is it valuable to the federation no the federation probably only uses it to like deal with other people who still use it yeah okay. but i don't you know, think they really existing know. in a in a larger capitalist economy you probably do have to engage with money yeah you know? i don't know so it's like cuba doing banking or something mm-hmm. maybe yeah maybe so it's like hey that's not true this is bullshit but these other countries do want this stuff yeah, because, I mean, it seems like other cultures do use money. The the Ferengis definitely do. They're all about money. It's like they're fucking religion, and it, all their society revolves around it. The Klingons actually do. I watched an episode recently where they, they talked about, like, somebody's accounts and stuff. Mm. Uh, so other societies use money, it looks like, but Federation worlds don't. Uh, but because mm. this is, like, kind of a mixed-use station, it's, it's technically Federation is running it uh but it is also like co-run by the bajorans who are not in the federation yet they're like applying to be in it uh but they like just got their asses kicked on a war and occupation so they're like still so they're working like their way through some shit ukraine or something that was they what they i want was to just get <laughs> i was debating whether i should say that or not they want to get into nato but they just got their ass kicked in a I war mean, of occupation yeah. kind of and complete with like some problematic takes like i feel like every other episode bajoran's like we decided on this new crazy policy because of our religion or something. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. like it's it's kind of it's icky. Sometimes. Interesting. Like they tried in in this season they tried to reinstate in I think it's the next episode they mm-hmm. tried to redo castes in their society oh, because yes. some some old guy comes back from the past and is like we should we go back to this. Yeah, I actually that was the episode that came up when I first searched for mm. season four episode sixteen. 
And I read the synopsis of that, and <laughs> like, I was like, oh, that's fucked up. I kind of remember that. I don't know. Uh, it's a real fucked up episode. I was like, how are they going to fit a whole Union arc uh, into this? This is <laughs> the kind of a whole other thing. Also so yeah. apparently this was originally a B-plot, and they realized there was too much meat on these, these here bones, uh-huh. and they had to make it a whole episode. Interesting. I saw in the, in the opening credits... LeVar Burton was the director. LeVar That's Burton was so director. Cool. Yeah. He's I'm like, rad. he's directed a ton of Star Trek and he does a great job too. Like, yeah. I think he's a fucking pro. No, we can't shout do out a uh, future guest on the show, LeVar Burton. Oh, oh if only. Please. Please, please, please. We would die. Please invite me if that happens. Yes, of course I would. <laughs> okay. So we go to Quarks and it is a, it's basically Bajoran Lent. They're they're fasting. They're mm-hmm. giving up their mm, earthly yeah. pleasures. They're cl- they're cleansing. Ramadan. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's the Bajoran month of cleansing, and so Quark's business is suffering. He's real cranky about it. So is it just booze, or is it like kind of Lent, like no banging, no? <laughs> they said they said all sorts of pleasures, okay. like many. Yeah. Ple- that's what I read in the Wikipedia page. Even though I didn't really hear anything about it in the episode, I think they said like. Because he mentioned hollow sweets too. Oh yeah, he's, he's like, <laughs> okay. it's not like they're like hollow sweet obsessed drunks. Which, and... It's like kind of like a brothel, right? Not hollow sweet, sweet. Yeah. is for fucking Aut- automated brothel. It's like yeah. the old like like porn video yeah. stores or something. <laughs> yeah, totally. Before our time, there's like a curtain. So, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh I, yeah. Because in TNG, they're very coy about the hollow sweets. Like, oh maybe, but <laughs> yeah. this they're like. You gotta mop it They're down. Like, it's for my stories. It's for it's for, it's for horseback riding. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is where I'm gonna be a noir detective, and exactly. nothing bad happens. Yes. Don't worry about it. I don't smooch at anyone ever. <laughs> I don't know. Riker really had it on for that one. That lady. French lady, yeah. Minuit. Oh my gosh! Oh Jess. I mean, he's like <laughs> she was the worst. He probably got it. He probably mm-hmm. yeah. I bet he had. Special. They bring locks. in the hazmat guys after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they gotta hose it down. <laughs> I need a I need a, a mini series about the hollow sweets, please. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> we we yeah. need to dig into this more. <laughs> <laughs> the people who clean the hollow sweets. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh that would be the best. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just the janitorial staff yes. like can't believe this fucking shit. <laughs> so they're the business is struggling a little. Because mm-hmm. no one's coming in. It's a mostly Bajoran station. And wow, oh, then we see Rom, and he has... No, we see the boys first, don't we? The boys? Which boys? Uh, Miles and O'Brien. It's not that important. Oh. We can skip it. Oh, yeah. They're about to go on in their hollow suite and That's... do a, a battle. Yeah. Yeah. And It doesn't really... I don't think bear on anything. It doesn't really. The only thing it gave me a hint of was that Mm -hmm. the doctor and I guess that lady were dating? Yes. Yes. Dr. Bashir. Because then she mentions it. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Dr. Bashir is dating Lita, who is the beautiful Dabo girl. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dabo's like roulette, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not a gambling expert. Oh, like a type of game. It's got a wheel. She mans the... Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh And then, uh, yeah, so we see... Rom, who is Quark's brother, and he is mixing up a weird concoction, mm-hmm. and he's grumbling a lot, and Quark's like, yeah, I hear you. Moaning uh, and groaning. <laughs> yeah. And it turns out the concoction is for his ear, and he... And he just pours it right in there. Yes. Yeah, so Behind gross. the bar, he's pouring <laughs> liquid in You walk in his up ear. to your bartender, guy's like shaking something <laughs> in a shaker, Jesus. and then just pours it into his ear. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. He's like, give me a second. <laughs> oh. Yeah, his ears really bothering him, and, mm. and Quark doesn't give a shit. 
Yeah. He's like, get back to work. Guy falls out. I mean. Passes out. Yeah. Can't can't handle it. Yeah, the, the other bar patron uh, workers are like, whoa, fuck. Like, what are we going to do? Like, he just passed out. And Cork's like, yeah, no, don't worry. I'm about to take action. I'm about to dock the pay of this motherfucker for mm. passing out mm-hmm. on my yeah. bar floor. Zero care for... Laying down on the job mm-hmm. after fainting from an ear infection. <laughs> How so dare he? <laughs> this fucking cat. So she's really good at phones because her little paws were this, just like... This cat almost donated uh, $3 to Wikipedia for me. <laughs> <laughs> she's what like, a nerd. It's a good resource. <laughs> I use it all the time. Oh, my God. Uh, honestly, though. <laughs> I... I should donate to that. Honestly, I, yeah. yeah. Maybe we should get part of our Patreon. <laughs> that would junk. be great. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's not the least. It's got a pro-Western bias a lot of times. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I'm surprised sometimes at the stuff that they put in there that yeah. is allowed to stay up, you know? Yeah. And um, I think I, I paid them $2 once, and they've never let me alone. No, oh, I'm that. sure. <laughs> They don't let anyone alone. It's oh, always yeah. a banner ad. Yeah. yeah. But I get emails now, too. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Ron goes to the doctor. And yes. Dr. Bashir is fixing up his ear. He has, like, a really bad ear infection for, like, three weeks. And I had an ear infection recently, and it fucking sucked. Oh. I got antibiotics on day two, and it still sucked. Ow. Bashir is, like, astonished. He's like, yeah. dude, how did you... You could have died. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Ron's, like, lying. He's like, oh, yeah, it was two weeks. And he's like, no, actually, it was more like three. Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, most yeah. among us has not known this. <laughs> I know. I, I get this anxiety when I have, when I feel like I might have to go to the doctor. That, mm-hmm. like, it's going to turn into something bigger. And then I'm going to have to spend more time and more money on it. And that's that's scary. I, I think it's scarcity behavior. You know, you're, like, totally. conserving. I don't know. No, I'm that yeah. way, too. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, most of my life doctors have been kind of mean to me. Yeah, feeling that. <laughs> so I avoid them. Mm-hmm. I finally have a doctor who, like, pays attention to me and solves my problems, and it's such a game changer. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, even, like, remembering your symptoms, though, I'm very bad about that. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all are lucky like, you don't have to deal. Happen? Yeah. You know, when did that start? Yeah. Stuff in- yeah. I don't know, a few Fucking days ago, a week a ago, while? two weeks ago. <laughs> One day I'll be really studious and keep a medical journal yeah, right? of myself. You like, know? have you eaten anything? Like, uh-huh. fucking no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, y'all I, are lucky they don't have, you know, you don't have to get asked, like, when your last period was. Because uh-huh. I never fucking know. I'm just like, I, yeah. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah. No, I would I would get one of those government surveillance apps. So, 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 you know, like, <laughs> the, the period uh, tracker apps. Yeah, yeah. so I used to have one, yeah. They can tell on me when I try to get an abortion. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. The one that it's the fine. Snitches on you for at abortion. least I can at tell least, my doctor. <laughs> at least my doctor won't be mad at me. <laughs> uh, no, but I feel that about like that sort of sense of apprehension. Because mm-hmm. you go into, you know, you go into a doctor. Yeah, maybe they do uncover something bad, but like, Okay, that means you're going to start getting treated for this thing that was already bad with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, from our perspective, it's like, that's upending a kind of comfortable normal that, like... Mm-hmm. Ignorance or, of bliss. Yeah, or slightly uncomfortable normal, if you are suffering from a problem. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's not bothering me that bad. I don't mm-hmm. have to do, like, major treatments and shit. Exactly. You know? it's like, and in capitalism, then it's like, not only... Am I going to have to go through uncomfortable treatments 
and stuff. But like, how is my job going to be affected? Like, mm-hmm. how am I going to pay for shit? How am I going to pay for this? Like all these other factors. And time off, which is what yeah. mom's problem was, was yeah. like, it's like, I don't get time off for sick leave or, or to go to the doctor or anything like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a problem today, too. Like, yeah. even if you have, like, a job with fairly good benefits, like, you still feel bad. I'm like, hey, I'm going to be out for a few hours. And- Sorry, I know I promised I'd do this thing, <laughs> but uh, actually, can someone else do it for like, me? My body so- is not working. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that's in jobs with, like, with like Quote, decent unquote, benefits, unlimited PTO, yeah. stuff like that, right? right. That does exist, more and more but of that. it only sort of exists. Yeah, well, I'm doing your quotes. They've done like <laughs> studies on that, right? Of like when people do unlimited PTO, people take less PTO. Yeah, yeah that's What's, insane. We are policing ourselves. Yeah. I'm so worried yeah. about us. There is a policeman in your head, and you've yeah. got to get rid of them. Is oh. <sighs> it's it's inculcated? It's like this brain. It's a, it's brainwashing. Mm-hmm. It is. is. It is. It's, yeah. it's a Puritan propagandizing mindset. from mm-hmm. from birth. Of, you know, being patriotic, being on the team. And then that team is there, is expanded from the kind of amorphous U.S., you know, the same country. It's expanded into the, like, establishment of that, right? And so, mm-hmm. like, the businesses. You feel like so, you're letting everybody down. Yeah, that's the yeah. whole thing is don't let people down. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. then that can get into... You're eventually you just like naturally transpose that into your, mm-hmm. you know your boss and everything else, and and that's I think coming from uh, talking about like from kind of the relatively privileged perspective of having a job yeah. with unlimited mm-hmm. PTO. But if you think about like when we're talking about the railroad strikes mm-hmm. back they, when that was what, going, they don't around, have any PTO, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. They, just zero they PTO. They had to. They had to. They wanted I think they like still, seven days or something. Well, yeah, they wanted like they, something like seven some days. Small penance, you know. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> the days that they already like the medical leave that they were already allowed to have had to be approved months in advance. That's insane. That's I think I'm going to be sick works. around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll plan it. I'll plan it out for you. You know, who I can do that? I mean, that might only kind of work for pregnancy, and even then, you got to get real lucky the first time. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, you can never really know. Got to be a fertile yeah. myrtle. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what the railroad titans were fighting tooth and nail to prevent is these guys being able to just make regular ass doctor's appointments. Insane. Yeah. You know, just like so stuff insane. that people in more comfortable positions take for granted. Yeah. But I mean, like, if you think about part-time workers, like, that's definitely the policy there. Like, mm. you, we can't fucking take off time for that. Like, no. Yeah. The, the small upside to something like that is at least you do have such an irregular schedule that you're yeah. kind of able to yeah. call your doctor and be like, I'm off on a Wednesday morning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. But if your doctor's like mine, like, mm-hmm. good luck getting an appointment the same yeah. day. You yeah. know? Like, you'll end up having to go to a fucking doc in the box and pay twice as much. Yeah. And, that's, and then they can't do anything for you. Oh, yeah. Half the like, time they'll be like, mm. well, I'll write a prescription <laughs> for a specialist. Go to this other doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. like, You're not dying. Time. Please leave. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, they actually did something for my ear infection, which was... That's was, good. They yeah. were surprisingly fast. <laughs> they can be really good for, for some If you kind of know what it is, yeah, yeah. then I feel like it's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's easy to tell. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're like, I know for sure, like, my ear feels plugged up. Yeah. This is what was happening. And, like, literally, she looked for one second. I was like, ear infection. Here you mm-hmm. go. Here's some fucking drugs. Yeah, because, I mean, they're like, <laughs> you know, they're medical folks. But, yeah. So. Yeah. But, I mean, just... Going to any doctor, like, how long is that fucking waiting room wait? Like, that's a long time you're taking off, and mm-hmm. your boss is mad at you all that time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 
the point is you should not be at the mercy of your boss and i think that the episode will kind of flesh that out yes yes yeah you got one body like mm-hmm. come on so so rom says he he doesn't have any sick leave any vacation mm-hmm. leave any time off basically he said this is a standard ferengi labor contract yeah. mm-hmm. this is not just me this is not cork being a unique asshole yeah this is what we all do and we were talking earlier these guys are basically the standard in for like like real ass capitalism. It's yeah. a mirror. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. they they are maybe from the show's perspective, capitalism run amok. Yeah, but yeah. maybe from our perspective, more like it's reality. just capitalism it's with its mask. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, capitalism without the the nice words around it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Julian's like the doctor, Doctor Bashir. He says that's crazy. You know, you, you should really do something about that. Maybe maybe you should get a union. And he, yeah. he doesn't even know what a union is. Rom's like, yeah. what, what are you talking about? Um, he Which is funny all. because then they're everyone, the rest of the Ferengi are like, that's a very taboo word. Well, yeah, yeah, I think he knows what it is, but he doesn't really know anything about it because it's well, illegal. It's that's bad. a good point. He just yeah. knows the bad he's word. Like, he's like, can't say it at mm-hmm. first. He's like, keeps on stuttering. Uh, uh, yeah. A union? <laughs> but then when he actually says it, he's like, okay, you said it. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the line he explains that. You know, Bashir is telling him, you know, this this is exploitation or whatever. He's saying, like, this is a bad deal. <laughs> and he's saying, Ferengi workers don't want to stop the exploitation. We want to do the exploiting. Yeah. And I think that is, like, the key. The little yeah. piece de resistance of capitalist thinking. Temporarily embarrassed millionaire. Totally. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's that same thing. It's like, and just, you know... A lot of people I've had as a boss before, or like the archetype of a boss who is just like feels dignified in bossing their subordinates around because that's what happened to them. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and just being kind of mean it's and your inconsiderate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll pay your dues. Yeah. And, you'll and then like you'll me. be me. Mm-hmm. And you can do what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. To all the other peons, you know. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's no. Totally, yeah. And I think one of the important insights to mm-hmm. understanding why the United States is kind of unique in terms of capitalist countries in the West in that we don't have a strong labor party. We don't have a strong, comparatively a strong labor movement and stuff is that notion of Steinbeck's quote of like, you know, Americans are all temporarily embarrassed millionaires Mm -hmm. because there is, that makes so much sense. He's great. John Steinbeck is just, I need to read more (laughs) of his stuff. Um, It sounds like I do. (laughs) Mm hmm. Is is the uh, to me, and maybe this is because we were talking about it last episode, but to me, is the heart of the you, the kind of the uniqueness of America's position as a settler colonial project. Mm-hmm. Of the whole thing is that you and your people, essentially an ethno state project, you're vested in that at that sort of Heron Volk racial level. Mm. You know, and then that changes over time. And so this kind of introduces kind of a more class collaborationist mindset of that. Like it's us versus them. There's the, you know, other there. And it's not explicit for everybody, but it's, it introduces, we were talking about patriotism earlier as kind of like being this kind of training wheels for it. That I think does a lot more work for people that patriotism angle that, does a lot more to bring them on mm. capital side 
when you when it's like tied up in this nation building project mm, yeah. and people just like that that you see your job as something that's for the economy and the economy mm-hmm. is something for the country like yeah it's, you're being a good american by being mm, a hard worker yeah mm-hmm. more so than i think other countries do and there's there's more of a hey no you're just ripping me off for a thing <laughs> You know, it's easier more to clarity. see. Yeah. There's, there's less of like, no, this is, you're doing a job for Uncle Sam sort yeah. of thing that we have here. Yeah. Okay, well, I may feel down now about my situation, but at least it's like helping my people. Yeah, know? the economy. Yeah. And again, <laughs> I don't think it's like explicit for people. Like, people yeah. aren't explicitly racists in no. their everyday lives, but I do think there's that like underpinning sort of national, I don't know what it's to like call a, it. It's like a fear-based protectionism kind of thing Mm -hmm. of like, I want to keep what's mine and get more. And like, it's very much like this, this is my pile and I'm trying to look out for it kind of thing. Individualism. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, a book I was reading was talking about how like the means of production, you know, has such wide ranging effects on society and any significant advances in that, like can kind of change higher society structure. Mm-hmm. And one thing that happened, you know, in like the twenties and stuff, you had like the forward model going off into, you know, specialization and, and factorization kind of thing that kind of increased the like atomization we were already seeing with capitalism because it became everyone was so specialized in a job. Mm-hmm. It like just enhanced that kind of sense of, individualism and loneliness, but also kind of fascism of like, you're just one small part of a machine. Like, yeah. I don't know. It was interesting. Yeah. Everyone has their place and, you know, mm-hmm. stay in your lane and all that. The shoe Wonderful. goes on the foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't go on your head. No. Silly. Not Tilda. Okay. What happens next? Rom recovers from his ear infection, returns to work. To find Quark in a staff meeting, and he says, <laughs> "Sorry, y'all, profits are down because of this whole Bajoran Lent thing, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna cut your salary by a third. That's so oh, much. That's so much. <laughs> she hates yeah. it. <laughs> a third. This is too much. Too much. I don't have I don't any salary. <laughs> I just that's your dollars. Yeah, and the workers are pissed, but they are—they mm-hmm. already seem very defeated. They're just like, ah, oh, fuck, okay. Yeah. yeah. I still remember the last job I was in an office, um, someone who was an intern who turned into a salary employee ended up leaving to another job, you know, that paid more. And uh, they had really taken on a lot of responsibilities in that time. And our boss, after, after they left, was just like, yeah, y'all are just gonna have to pick up the slack. Oh my god. No talk about raises no. or anything. Just, Nothing. We're, we're just gonna have to do it as a team. Yeah, <laughs> just go for it. Uh-huh. Yeah, everyone gets more work now. Uh-huh. Cool, I've made the decision just unilaterally. Yeah, yikes. <laughs> and you know, I. It feel, it's hard to talk back in that scenario. Yeah. You know, you're in a little conference room in a meeting. Yeah. 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 I and had a... Like, I don't think anyone did. You know, they're all just like, I, I guess I have to fall in line now. Yeah, You know. yeah. I yeah, had a, sure. like, they they do these, like, team health checks at my mm-hmm. job every now and then. And I don't know. I feel like I talk out more than I should at those things. <laughs> I think I just feel a little, talk out more. a little too comfortable. <laughs> hey, if you're comfortable with it, then it's kind yeah. of incumbent upon you to. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. make some 
private meetings so many uh, with, with your coworkers and not the managers. I know. And so, and speak out even more in those. That's the thing. The first time they did this, uh, I was on another team. The first time, our managers were there. And I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. And the little things that, like, we, it was only me and one other guy that had the nuts to, like, say anything. Uh-huh. And then we said stuff. And then they immediately, like, shut us down, got super defensive and aggro. And we're just like, okay, I feel like I just got in trouble in front of everybody. Uh, uh, this feels like a union. I, I think we need to, I think <laughs> we need to shut this yeah. kind of talk so this down. is like, this sensing is, solidarity. <laughs> what we were talking about in talking about democratic centralism and now mm-hmm. this is like it run completely anti like to the t yeah because he was because so in that reading he was saying if workers or if your people aren't talking enough when you're there like they're nervous around you you should fucking leave the room like let them talk it out without you yeah and foster this sense mm -hmm. of people being able to speak out without fear of repercussion and how do you like least do that is as soon as they criticize you, you'd be like, no, this, no, yeah. absolutely not. It was not. a total Which is, shit show. I gotta say, a good good life skill to think about is... Being if able someone, to receive feedback. Yeah. <laughs> if someone is criticizing you for something, the worst thing you can do, the last thing you want to do is become defensive. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. it just, it completely shuts it down and makes it an argument, whereas you, you could just say... Oh, thank you for letting yeah, me know. Yeah, that's all like, it would have taken. I'll try and work on that. Yeah. yeah. Just and acknowledgement then, of like, oh, thanks for bringing that up. You know, uh, I'll write it down. I'll think about it. Yeah. Or that's even the mm-hmm. easiest one of like, you can be pissed, but just say like, I'll think about that. <laughs> You'll reflect and like, yeah, figure You'll out. You'll be pissed on your own. You know, yeah. yeah. To what degree was that true and stuff? Yeah, all that on your mm-hmm. own. You don't have to. And uh, that ties into the episode very well when Rom asks Quark, mm-hmm. um, could you... Could you reconsider this as a brother, you know? And he goes, oh, yeah. Okay, give me a second. Yes, I've reconsidered. Uh, I won't still do. No. I, still, same thing. Yeah, sorry. We're still going to cut your pay. It's great. They they have a little moment where, you know, so Ram is the younger brother here. And, and throughout the show, it's just been Quark's punching bag for mm-hmm. sure. And it doesn't help that he has a very dopey sounding voice. Uh-huh. In face. He's just like, he just has a dumb face, too. <laughs> <laughs> Their teeth, man, the teeth prosthetics His are His is like awesome. sticking out. He's got it's one crazy. that's like crazy got sideways. Yeah. yeah. Got a big snaggle tooth. And they, they talk about Klingons who sharpen their teeth, you know, tooth mm-hmm. sharpener in here. But damn, the Ferengi have do. even sharper teeth. That, do, they, do they sharpen their teeth, so too? So that tooth sharpener. Okay, it's trivia, canon, huh? was from Nog, who was <gasps> Rom's son. He sold his possessions. It was like a Ferengi tradition. He's going uh, off yes. to Starfleet. Uh, and so he sold, like, all of his boyhood possessions. And Worf bought the tooth sharpener. Nice. And it came oh. back. Oh, sweet. I could I could use some sharper teeth. Yeah. All right. <laughs> he picked it up on the table and just started using it. I'm like, dude, you didn't wash that. <laughs> This is like so, taking someone's toothbrush or yeah. like their, their water pick or something. Gnarly. He so trusts uh-huh. his hygienic practices that he's like, obviously sterilizes after using it. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> well, maybe fine. it's just, it's like, you know, in the future, it's like antimicrobial or something. Yeah, it everything could be, has yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nog is an interesting character. Like, mm-hmm. first Ferengi in Starfleet. Very yes, interesting. Very interesting. It's good. I, I mean, like, like the Ferengis actually have a really cool arc if you keep watching the show. Mm-hmm. Like they they get better. They're like slowly making change, and it's it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Damn. All right. <laughs> Damn. They're gonna get social democracy eventually. I think so. I, I think it kind of happens quickly, like last season, and you're just like, whoa, okay, we're cool <laughs> with that. Also, fun fact: the mom of Quark and Rom, she is like 
Moogie. She's Moogie. <laughs> On my list of per- parent names that I want to be called is Moogie. Yes. It's currently in the lead. I like it, except that it's a it's a messed up situation. <laughs> well, what I I mean, she is she's like kind of a feminist rebel. Like she that is she cool. does business even though she's not supposed to because Ferengi women are supposed to be like naked and yeah. at home. All I, the time. I'm just speaking of the the Ferengi role oh. of a mother. You know, it's like they're. The yeah, f- they're yeah. naked all the time. That's yeah, it's so fucked. weird. It's that's so weird. Yeah, I can't tell yeah. if that's like their name for like any mom because oh, at one point he's their... like, "Stop using that nickname." So I'm like, maybe uh-huh. that's just like maybe it's just their nickname. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, I love her. She's also the same actress as in a Greek Wedding, which is one of my favorite movies. Oh, cool. So yeah, she's great, <laughs> yeah. and she ends up like pushing Ferengi society further. So love yeah. to hear it. She's great. Anyway, back to the fucking episode. <laughs> Sorry, we have wine. We're still in Act 1, I think. <laughs> Gosh, there's like five acts. Oh, I no. Think. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's a moment here where like Rom does try to play on that brotherly relationship, and Quark's mm-hmm. like, you're not my brother here. You're my employee. Yeah. So like, never forget that if you work in a fucking yeah. family business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or when you work in one of the many businesses uh-huh. that says... We're your family. We're your family. Do you want to join, do you want to join the team? Do you want to <laughs> be in the family? Yeah, come on. And they'll, you know, they'll bribe you with all sorts of little outings. Mm-hmm. And, and again, this is in the, if you're in one of the nice enough ones that bothers to bribe you. But, you know, yeah. still... All of them will still say we're family here, regardless yeah. of how they treat you. You know, at, at my first job out of college, uh, they had mandatory happy hours. Oh. Can you believe that even exists? I would like. like it sounds dystopian. I it would really does. Save money in some other aspect Ooh. of my life deliberately to get hammered at the mandatory <laughs> happy hours. Yeah, to make Uber them shut it down. Home, like, yeah, well, you know, at Jesus. the time I was like, you know, twenty three or mm-hmm. twenty four or something, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll go, yeah. I'll go drink on the company's buck these like awesome cocktails or whatever. Um, but it was. Not not a good idea. I don't recommend it's it. It's not a good idea. I also got to say, the people who were already, you know, like, uh, I don't drink. You know, like, I'm I'm older. I'm uh, advanced <laughs> in my in my living. Uh, I, don't, I don't do that. Uh, why do I have to go to this mandatory happy hour? It, yeah. Actually, I don't even want to be there. Yeah. I mean, it's like, bad for people who are, like, sober by choice. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. That's super fucking awkward. Yeah. And also, like, it is essentially getting them, like, they're getting you to do free labor because guess what you end up fucking talking about with people you yeah. mostly don't have anything in common with? Uh-huh. Work. Yeah. It's yeah. another meeting. And they, they always talk it up as, oh, you might, you might brush shoulders with one of the higher-ups and... Who Network. knows if that'll get you more, you know, yeah. work or get you some Ooh, points work? with, yeah. Enticing, yeah. Yeah, which I was, uh, back then I was so into. Oh, yeah. I was oh, like, yeah, I believed it. Oh, there's like another client that we have in this other department, and I just kept on bugging all of mm-hmm. the people I knew who might have a little bit of power. Can I please work on this client? Asking for more work. Yeah. What the What the hell was I Dude, doing? Dude, yeah, I did that shit so <laughs> yeah. much. Horrible. I, I think, you know, so we're both designers and mm-hmm. I think so much of, of design is about prestige and, and what kind of cool clients and projects you can get so your portfolio looks cool yeah and they really yeah. they kind of drum that into you in school so and you want you want to get on, that cool client yeah you know, yeah so you, you want can the put cool it in your portfolio shit. yeah and so it becomes this weird like hustle to get yeah. the, the best clients who pay the worst yes <laughs> it sounds like and not on time 
Like, it is. What? Sounds like Mad Men. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's it very is. Mad Men. It's like, oh, you're I'm going for the man. awards. You're going for like, you know, the prestige <laughs> yes. and shit. Yes. Yeah. Even awards though you're like huge. working yourself to your bone and you know, all yeah. that. And the yeah. Dallas scene is very like, it is very Mad Men. Like they have such a yeah. old, old history of, of ad people. And like awards are a huge deal in this town. And like mm-hmm. up until recently, like shops were around for a very long time and so it was such a boys club and such a like level of are you in or not you know yeah yeah that was my experience too um it's weird man it's weird i went to a lot of happy hours with a lot of dudes who tried to get me a drink shitty beer (laughs) (laughs) oh well it's fine you know we are we're on to better things now (laughs) yes i I love to work from home yes it is a a wonderful quality of life improvement so good although i will say my my work keeps trying to do virtual events like virtual happy hour virtual pictionary and i keep making excuses to get out good keep doing that (laughs) yeah yeah i have really important things i need i'm sorry no matter what they are (laughs) (laughs) just trust me (laughs) yeah well last week i was i was in new york with my best friend Mm -hmm. and i'm like i'm not gonna take two hours out of my, you know, an hour out of my day to like, I'm only here for one, like few more hours. I'm not going to spend it on this. Yeah. For a a virtual Pictionary. Mm -hmm. No thanks. That's wild. One of the liberatory things of AI could be that we could fake (laughs) our presence at stupid shit like this. (laughs) Oh yeah. That sounds nice. Proletarianization of AI there. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to print out a cardboard cutout uh, for your Zoom window anymore. You yeah. can just put it, do the AI thing. Yeah, I just oh, happy hour shit makes me so mad. Just mandatory, yeah. mandatory fun yeah. is never actually fun. I don't know, man. Yeah, I've never experienced the mandatory aspect of it. I mean, uh-huh. I have, yeah, I don't think I have, but it, it's definitely a pressure. Like even like yeah. when you're talking about them, like even if it weren't mandatory, yeah. people will still police themselves into going. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's like, a, it's like, um, you really just think that you need to go mm-hmm. and your higher ups tell you that you should be there for reasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? You're not a team um, player. If you yeah, don't, you gotta, you gotta keep up the office politics. Okay. Yeah. You gotta make it look like you're there <laughs> and you show up and you're all told. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gross. You we get some opinions somewhere. You do have to get some opinions from huh. me. Oh, there you go. That was a good one. Good yeah. girl. Mm-hmm. A great cat. Else. Do we want to? Do we want to share the name? What's your favorite thing to call this kitty? Uh, <laughs> uh, mine. My favorite is Booty because it's just a hilarious derivation of her name of mm-hmm. Bellotees. Bellotees. The boots is also good, but it's, it's like a boa, like, like a feather boa, but uh, a tease. Mm, yeah, she's a touch of boa tease. Uh huh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, Very cute. Boots is also good because a shout out to Boots Riley. Mm. Oh yes, so good. Noted communist. Anything else to say? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, there's lots of good ones in there. That's good. <laughs> okay, back to it. Mm-hmm. So Rom inspired by this goes back to the bar and holds a secret meeting with the employees and he says let's form a union mm-hmm. and the ferengis that work at the bar the other ferengis are like so fucking scared zero percent no yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. like like you said earlier like they can't even say the word mm-hmm. they're so freaked out they and then someone else says it and they're like never say that again <laughs> <laughs> they're like we're already ruined because yeah. it was said out loud because the Ferengi Commerce Authority, the FCA, mm-hmm. which is kind of like their IRS, but like mm-hmm. they actually, 
their their system is again weird to me because like I don't know. I guess like tax evasion is pretty popular too. Like they talk about fake books and stuff. Popular, yeah. But yeah, just use one of your fake books <laughs> that you do all the time. Not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it seems like the, the like the their version of the IRS is taken very very seriously. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they they forbid unions. It's essentially just a gilded age America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, don't you know? Don't get me blacklisted from any possible employment by association with a union. You know, and the government is a hundred percent against unions and everything else. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 only shades better now, but yeah, like you can still get a reputation, mm-hmm. I'm sure. So yeah, Rom convinces everybody. You know, he's like, "Wouldn't it be great?" Talks about why it'd be great, and everyone's chanting "Union, it's great." Mm-hmm. And then union, union, union. <laughs> just union, any any, union. any old union, <laughs> the union. I guess they don't have a name yet. You know, they're working on it. And then he goes back to Dr. Bashir and is like, oh, what's a union? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumbass. Doesn't know. I need some help. I started a union. What is it? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what this thing is. He's like, I was kind of just joking. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I wasn't being that serious. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, like, Bashir's like, it was theoretical. And yeah, like, it's like, come on, man. Like, you're going to say that but the and way he not believe in it? Yeah, he didn't say it theoretically. He yeah. was like, you kind of need to start a union. Uh-huh. He, yeah. You know, a guild. Yeah, he yeah. explained <laughs> yeah. He explains what it is. I don't know why he's so surprised or, like, disappointed. or yeah. It's a weird reaction from Bashir. But then yeah. we get the O'Brien reaction. Yeah, thanks to the, the Star Trek universe's very bad, like, uh, HIPAA laws you know you can just walk in on any old person's (laughs) appointment (laughs) yeah you you have some nice uh uh, med bay combos you know uh, med bay happenings where you just walk in on someone getting an examination you know how far does that go no they have like regenerated (laughs) they have like the freedom of information act but Mm -hmm. for for hipaa it's Mm -hmm. like freedom of like patient like how's the pap smear going you know (laughs) like Hey, like Keiko's in there for fucking yeah. <laughs> for pregnancy or something. You must have read that other episode too, because like I read about the one that came up first for me because mm, she's pregnant in the next episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is yeah. it? I guess it's the next one. I think there was like this whole thing about like how O'Brien and Bashir kind of have to break up. I know they such they can't hang friends. out as much uh, <laughs> because like oh Keiko's gosh. pregnant. They're so gay. It's great. It's very cute. <laughs> yes. So yeah, he goes up there and he's like, oh, it's Union. And luckily, Chief O'Brien is there getting a cyst treated. Poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he tells them all about it. He's like, yeah, uh, you gotta go on strike. And Bashir, again, kind of a fucking wuss. You, you don't want to go on strike if you can at all help it, please. Yeah, yeah no. it's like, only oh, as a last resort. He's such a yeah. liberal. Why is he such a loser? <laughs> I think it was interesting to for them to say that. Because... Mm-hmm. Because that, that is really the stakes of it, right? You know, yeah. if they were just going to let, if they were just going to listen to your demands and and concede, then cool. you don't need to. Yes, it true. is a last resort. That's very but, true. But, you know, O'Brien says right after, he's like, well, that's unlikely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to have to strike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they're, they're two kind of effective sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, you do want that to be a last resort, but the only way that that. That that's useful advice. Yeah. To where it's like, yeah, you don't have to strike if you don't have to. Mm-hmm. The only way that ever comes into play is if your employer is scared enough of you. Yeah. To say, okay, we'll make concessions. I don't want the strike. And the only way they're scared of you to that degree is a union. Yeah, is a is union. Is that they know you will. 
yeah, you're organized. That proves that they're capable, mm-hmm. willing and capable to, enough to do a strike. Like, oh, wow, that, that membership uh, count is pretty high. Yeah. Uh, I'd be in trouble if I didn't say yes yeah. to their demands. It's high. Yeah. It's dedicated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because there's plenty of unions with lots of membership that don't do anything, that don't yeah. fall through, or they have a corrupted leadership or what have you. You don't have to worry about them. You know, you yeah. give them a little bit of concession, and it's going to be fine. You know, you have, there has to be a degree of fear of loss of profit for, for you to negotiate before a strike actually happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then what we've seen victories with uh, the writer's strike and stuff, you know, yeah. how did that actually, they didn't get any concessions just saying, Hey, we're going to strike, mm-hmm. you know, they which as an aside, one of the producers of the show, I believe part of the screen actors guild. Um, um, and he was, you know, Pretty pumped about this episode. I think it's the guy who plays Quark. Uh, Wait, really? Sherman? Uh, yeah, it might be. I I don't. I don't remember who it was. Armin Shimmerman, who is he's a sad. He's the guy guy who plays Quark, Uh and he sat on the board of directors of the Screen Actors Guild. (gasps) Yes. So this is one of his favorite episodes. Hell yeah, I love it. That's so sad. Yeah. He's really fucking. I wonder. Like, I wonder if he. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he had any um, any any part in this recent uh, string of actors guild. I bet strike. he did. Yeah. yeah. If he was active in it or not. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine. Yeah. So. Actually, the article said sits like present tense, so he Ooh, probably okay. he might still be on there. That's yeah. sick. Good for him. Yeah. That's so cool. Quark is the best. I love it. Armin Shimmerman. He's really cute. Like, they do an episode Mm -hmm. later where he's out of, like, the the head makeup. Uh He looks adorable. Yeah. Very cute. (laughs) O'Brien is like, oh, yeah, like, tells him all about unions. He also tells him about his ancestor who Mm -hmm. was in the 1902 coal strike. And Mm -hmm. apparently this was, like, a real thing. Yeah, the anthracite coal strike. Mm-hmm. What is anthracite? Is that just another word for coal? It's a type of coal, so that's hard coal. The other mm-hmm. type is soft coal. I thought coal. that was uh, techno. I thought it was Star first. Trek. I was like, <laughs> is this an alternate reality from 1902? <laughs> like, no. I thought that was just like yeah. the science name for coal. Yeah. Uh, Dilithium, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Not to misportray myself as a hard scrabble coal miner. <laughs> You know, I I've been inking today. I kind of look like one. Oh, yeah. I got some okay. real Looking nasty, yeah, nasty fingernails. <laughs> uh, no, but bituminous coal is like soft coal, and they had had mm. a big coal strike in the bituminous coal thing and mm. won that. And then the next one was the anthracite coal. I imagine the processes are different coal. for getting them. Yeah, so soft coal burns basically faster and mm-hmm. lower temps, and then the bituminous, the, uh, the anthracite, the hard coal. Is like higher temps burn slower. So okay. Okay. It's the same with charcoal, right? There's different grades of it. You yeah, know, different you, presses. Yeah, and you know the people who do the uh, really good yakitori stuff. Mm. You know they do the charcoal grill skewers. Mm. That's like they get this like really dense charcoal. Yeah. That like you know makes this like glass sound when you click clink it together. Ooh. And. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe I that's the anthracite that. uh, yeah, it's gotta be. Al- uh, allegory to that. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that's literally all I know about <laughs> yeah. coal and coal types is yeah. that little intro bit. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was a real thing. That's great. One gets the sense mm-hmm. watching the episode that O'Brien has a lot of being in touch with ancestors that yes. may or may not. Mm-hmm be historically accurate. Uh-huh. He was telling us about he's like descended from the High King of Ireland or uh-huh. something. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well I mean 
Maybe. How many Irish people would say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I, re- I read that it was like, the, well, that's technically true because O'Brien, you know, it's the same surname. Of or Brian, it's like, yeah, yeah. Brian, yeah. So could be. I'm te- sure the king <laughs> fucked a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, true. Maybe it's a Genghis Khan situation. Maybe exactly. that's what's going on. So actually, he's bragging all about all these things, but they're all Genghis Khan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no. It, there's no historical. I don't know. There wasn't anything in the Wikipedia about someone getting shot as many times as he said the guy got oh, shot. Oh, yeah, because he talks about his uncle who got shot like 34 times. Yeah, or somebody. That's insane. But there's was still, it 35? <laughs> but it's, it is indicative, I think, of the labor violence that went on mm-hmm. in America's early... You know, early history and, and the history of its of its labor unions and everything. Mm-hmm. One of the big things that Woody Guthrie would sing about is is like the Ludlow Massacre, mm-hmm. uh, is, is like the 1913 uh, Christmas Massacre. Is, was that on Christmas? It was during the Christmas holidays. Mm. Um, I mean, they, still bad. It doesn't matter when it happens. Still they set, bad. The, the union, the, uh, the company thugs set fire to a union hall. Jesus. That was having a Christmas party. What so, the fuck? And like, that probably had like wives and, women, and children? children. Yeah, okay. everybody. That's hated. What the yeah, fuck? But they barred the doors and all this. Oh my god, barred the doors. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the sort of, you know. This is the stuff I want to yell into the sky. Like, yeah, no. why doesn't everyone know this and is yeah. angry about it 24 7? That's what people need to be taught in school. That's, yeah. That's what the textbook should be filled with. Like, these are the stakes. Yeah. And, and But of course they wouldn't. Yeah, you know, they're deliberately hidden yeah. from us uh-huh. because you can't have us realizing the lengths they will go to mm-hmm. to get us to do their work for them. Yeah, yeah. It's a flip side of what you're seeing now. Like right now, you're getting the propaganda of look at the barbarity of Hamas, mm-hmm. right? And you're saying, well, you cannot, you know, you have to be opposed to these people because of what they're doing. And what you, the flip side of that is what's concealed of here's what capital does when it needs to. Here's what they're willing yeah. to stoop to yeah. when they need to not free themselves from an oppressor. What This is what they do when they need to make more money. Yeah, yeah. that's you know. the thing. That, that's their motivation. Like, yes, they could always say no. When someone's going to, yeah, when someone's going to not let them take as much money, yeah. this is what they do is they kill their kids. They burn them Ugh. down in a in a building. Fucking know? disgusting. It's, it's so insane. And, you know, no one... No one wants to kill civilians. No, it's bad. Like, it's no. so it sucks, you know, from every angle. But like, goddamn, like when when your people are getting killed and no one is listening, and the rest of the world is against you. God, what the what, what other choice is there? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. I, it really it really sucks. But nasty shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, O'Brien tells him about it, and I think it scares. Rom a little bit for sure. He's like, mm. I don't want to get shot. But, uh, <laughs> I didn't know it was going to come to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, wait. <laughs> but O'Brien gives the cutest little wink. I love mm-hmm. O'Brien. He's <laughs> he is a sweetie. Fucking tortured by this show. He is the show's punching bag. It's kind of upsetting after a while. Well, uh, what's the quote? Because he's like, oh, he wasn't. He was more than a hero. He was a union man. <laughs> and then he winks. I love that. Like, Hell it's yeah, so that's the cute. show's tagline now. Oh uh, yeah, there's a lot of art of him saying that, like lots of like poster, like <laughs> kind of you know Soviet style posters and shit. Of him uh, saying that. It's really what a good. Comrade. He is a comrade. 
I mean, hey, he comes from a unified yeah. Ireland. You know, they... hey, up the IRA. Whoa, <laughs> do they have an episode about that? They mention it briefly. Data says something about it, right? Data oh, mentions wonderful. it in one of their episodes about terrorism. He's like the Irish unification of twenty twenty four. Ah, we're so close. We're so close. It's gonna hang in there, Sinn Ireland. Fucking, they go Sinn Fein won in in Northern Ireland. Fuck really? yes, they did. Yeah. Wait, is that they won the majority in Northern Ireland? Is that the one that's part of the UK or not? Yeah, okay. Northern Ireland's part of the UK. Sinn Féin, a unify so with the Republic of Ireland, <laughs> they said, uh-huh. let's, like, they, they won in Northern Ireland. And, and, and then, of course, the, the Stormont, so cool. the, the Unionists and uh-huh. all those guys uh-huh. said, we're not going to form a government with you, even though you won. We'll form our own Damn. island. Guess fucking slip. Maybe one day. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, next year. Yeah, maybe next, next, uh, next, next year in, in Ireland. Ireland. It, it has been prophesied. <laughs> Instead of next year in the nineties, I guess. <laughs> yeah, for some reason. That's amazing. So court comes back and finds all of his employees waiting for him, mm-hmm. and they, you know, Ram announces they're the Guild of Restaurant and Casino Employees. Yeah, I love it. That's a cool like. Cool yeah. name. We should bring back guilds I as know. names for it's unions. Cuter. It's, yeah. cuter. it's cuter. Yeah. It's a little less threatening, but yes. still has the teeth for it. Especially, yes. I think it could like be good marketing stuff for more uh, professions to see themselves as more professional, great or artisan yeah. or something. Yeah. I want to wear like a fancy ruffed collar a la Renaissance uh-huh. times. There you go. <laughs> I would look no, great in that. That's a really good point, though, because, you know, saying union or labor is. Unfortunately, leaves a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. I think it's, even though think it makes so. me very excited to hear that. It's un- yeah, yeah. I think it's <laughs> yeah, unfortunate like, that it has that reaction, more. but yeah. like it does have this class element of like, I guess the way we're propagandized to skilled and unskilled. Yeah, yeah. Like blue collar. Yeah, or blue collar, white collar. Yeah, mm-hmm. or um, manual or physical versus like uh, mental. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so you know. Maybe we're not going to win that front. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Come up with two different terms. You're yeah. the you're the brainiacs. Fine. Trade yeah. association. Guilds. Whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Make it uh, the white collar guild. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. the guild of office employees. There you go. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, artist guild. That sounds sick. That's yeah. sick. It's fun. That sounds yeah. like I want to like Can do an do apprenticeship. A, a musicians guild. Fuck yes. Yeah. You get to have like cool, you know, kind of baroque. Yes. We have like fancy hats. Yeah, the, the big the floppy graduation rest yes. or like a, a, a coat of arms crest, yeah. for your guild. You know? we have to design yeah. a coat of arms. Yes. We have to design yes. a coat of arms. Uh-huh. It's the first duty. <laughs> <laughs> Before we have any members, we work on the coat of arms for like six months. Oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we love we love the guild, the bar, and Casino workers? Restaurant and casino employees. There we go. There you go. Wonderful. Cool guild. This is Vegas unionizing. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> that's what made me think of. Yeah. You know? That's a thing. And they uh, present their demands, and they're they're asking for, like, sick leave and paid mm. time off and vacations. He laughs at sick leave. Like, yeah. Like, fucking no way. This is just mm. radical Bolshevik stuff. Yeah. <laughs> paid sick leave. How dare you. He threatens to fire them all, and so... Well, he says, look, just give this up. Mm-hmm. I'll forget it ever happened. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I won't fire you. I'll pretend like, it was a bad dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, I don't know, I, I mean, that's almost part of... If you're in a real union drive and, mm-hmm. and a real, like, you know, oh, we're going to go on strike, you don't get that. But, like, if mm-hmm. you're in a, like, 
nascent union. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Wildcat drive. type of strike. Yeah. You're going to get that. You're oh, gonna yeah. Get, your boss is saying like, hey, hold on. Drop this whole thing. Yeah. We're going to give you like most of it. what you want. Yeah. We're at least going to talk about it. Uh-huh. And they'll sweet talk you to Kingdom yeah. Come. To hey, this you. is your last chance. Yeah. To uh, just forget this ever happened mm-hmm. and put it behind and all which, of us. Yeah, what you have to keep yeah. in mind at that point uh-huh. is, why is my boss, who I I had all these problems mm-hmm. with, all of a sudden coming to me? Yeah. Is he fucking scared? Yeah. yeah. And so he fires them all. That's, he's, <laughs> no, no. He says he wants to. He says he threatens yeah. to fire them. And, and the opposite happens. They go on strike. Yes. They say, yeah, you can't fire me. Yeah. I'm on strike. Yep. And so... This is really weird. They they go on strike in mm-hmm. front of the bar, and they're paying people not to go in. So the first yeah. like two times I watched this episode, uh-huh. yes, I've watched it three times. Total. <laughs> good for you. Good for you. <laughs> I'm wearing a fucking Bajoran earring. I'm in. <laughs> I was on gonna Deep bring Space that up. But I'm glad you did. It, it looks really good. It makes me want to get more Bajoran themed jewelry. There's a lot on Etsy. Check it out. And a lot of, some of them don't require piercings too. It's very fun. So I'm just waiting for like a real life Trekkie to recognize it and be Uh, like, is that? And I'll be like, oh yeah. (laughs) We'll be best friends. It's going to be great. Anyway, so they go on strike and the first couple of times I watched this, I thought they were collecting a strike fund because I all Mm. I, I, sometimes when I watch Star Trek, I'm like doing other things. Yeah. Yeah. It's great for drawing and, Uh and I was like, oh, that's money. Yeah. They're exchanging money, but it was the other direction. They're paying people to not go in. Which is funny. It's funny. I mean, and and in the context of them getting a pay cut and also striking. And like Like, Rom is like historically bad with money. Like he's not a rich man. But maybe in this post-scarcity economy where you don't have to buy food or pay rent, mm, they do you have a lot of, yeah, you have a lot of uh, expendable income, disposable, uh, yeah. I guess. Maybe that's maybe that's what they're doing with it. Yeah. Are, are they getting income from working for Starfleet? So are they getting the, these guys of- aren't Starfleet employees. They're Quark's employees. Oh, okay. So Quark's not paying them. Quark's not pay- paying them very much. Yeah, yeah. And right now he's not paying them at all. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm really curious, like, the Ferengi people, they give us a little backstory of, like, you mm. must be poor, otherwise why would you be working at this bar? Like, I wonder, like, what the yeah. like the Dabo girl situations yeah. are. Maybe they pooled their money. Maybe I'm wondering if they did. Maybe that's it. They did a strike yeah. fund, but then uh-huh. to pay other people yeah. to come in. <laughs> to not be, um, not scabs, but uh, to not cross the picket line. Yeah, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, do they pay rent on the station? Uh, Presumably not. Not even the damn bar. Pay. Yeah, Quarks yeah, yeah. doesn't play rent, so there's no way they would charge a residence rent. Free maintenance and stuff. Yeah, amazing. So but, they, what well, okay. do, they, do they pay for? There are restaurants on like the promenade. Well, they're also willing to do that versus like just bum it. Mm-hmm. I mean, any reasonable person, if life is comfortable enough, don't fucking work. I mean, just bum it. Like, yeah, hang out. Yeah. So they have to feel the need. I mean, this is a theory of capitalism, right? They they have to feel the need to exploit themselves at Cork's Bar enough mm. to where they're willing to do that and get the pittance that they get. That's what I'm wondering. Like, do they have families back home they're sending money to? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Like, at one point, fucking the captain's son dates a fucking Dabo, Dabo girl. He's like 16 dating a 20-year-old. It's insane. <laughs> uh, she's super hot. It's he's great. got the riz. <laughs> he's really, he's, he's got drip, he's got riz, he's got the whole package. And riz. And, she, you know, she talks about how, like, she's from Bajor and, like, you know, she, you know, but people make a lot of assumptions about her because she's a Dabo girl mm-hmm. and so they think she's just, like, you know, 
Wait, what is Daboger? I thought this so was like Dab- a race or something. No, Dabo is is the, the gambling, the gambling game, thing. Remember? Oh, the gambling yeah. wheel. Yeah, okay, sorry. But they're often like Majora super slutily race. dressed, like big oh, under boob. Yeah, big <laughs> quadrants of boob you hadn't uh-huh. even seen on television yet. You're just crazy like, boob windows. In yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> so much boob geometry. <laughs> you learn a lot about it. But um, that's how they teach geometry. <laughs> yes, this quadrant is here. This is the delta quadrant. Let's just yeah. go over the Dabo table as a field trip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fun. Um, Count your money. It really is like Vegas, though. It it's seems. very Vegasy. Okay. Tiny, tiny little Vegas oasis. Yes. Works bar. So that's what I wonder, though, because, like, mm-hmm. she's from Bajor in that, in that episode. She talks about, like, having, a, you know, obviously a hard life during the occupation and stuff. So I'm wondering, mm-hmm. like, is she doing this to send money home? Like, what's her financial situation? So, that like, she sense. eventually, like, becomes a writer or whatever. So mm-hmm. I guess she works her way out of that. But So we can understand the workers as perhaps having outside financial obligations, not just... I have to make rent to Cisco. (laughs) I don't think Cisco's charging rent. (laughs) No, probably isn't. Yeah. I mean, he's not charging the business rent. Right. They took over that station. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's how rent works, though, is you take over someplace and then you charge people (laughs) for living there. Really? But, like, okay. But then you have to decide what are social services, which apparently he decided the bar was. The yeah. doctor's was free. Run it, you know? Okay, good. Or the, or the doctor, or Main imagine there's probably daycare, there's probably yeah. education. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's stuff a school yeah. on and off. There are restaurants, but I, I've seen them pay for like street food kind of stuff, but I don't know if I've seen them pay like at a sit-down restaurant. There's a replimat, which implies that's probably free. Mm. And there's also a area where they could still run publicly funded things like that, not charge rent, mm-hmm. and just be like, whatever you guys make is kind of a public good. You're you're going to be paid out of it, but we're also going to like use that for people. Mm. You know, it's Because, I mean, they're probably not running like straight up socialism. On the thing, station. You know, yeah, it's probably some sort of like a... It's a mix. Yeah. Because yeah. they have Federation people who like, I don't fucking need money. They call yeah. it an yeah. open port, which is an, mm-hmm. an interesting, um, I don't know, connection. You know, you. I guess the space station, the, the only connection we have with that, the ISS is a is kind of an open port. It's like multiple yeah, it's companies like are... Yeah, it's companies. Multiple <laughs> companies <laughs> are... Uh, Not yeah. much of a difference. I know, right? I know. Um, I'm doing the uh, Canada uh, Freudian slip, you know. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it's like a neutral ground where there's like a lot of like uh, crossing over laws and mm-hmm. stuff. So you know, <laughs> all sorts of shit happens there. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm kind of unclear how money functions because mm-hmm. I, I remember you know the stupid popsicles they eat, the Domja sticks or whatever they're called, or <laughs> some they they look uh-huh. really stubby but uh-huh. phallic uh, oh good, good. <laughs> yeah this lovely uh-huh. um i remember seeing money exchanged for that once uh-huh. because o'brien tries to buy some for uh-huh. his wife and the guy won't sell it to him because that's the episode where the bajorans get pissed at her for running a school oh because uh, she won't this is more bajoran bullshit <laughs> she won't uh like not She's teaching the science about the wormhole instead of the religious aspect of it, which the Bajorans um, believe in. Mm-hmm. They bombed the fucking school. <gasps> Damn. Yeah. Insane. Crazy stuff. Plays into the creationism uh, 
the mm-hmm. science <laughs> yeah. uh, problem that we're having in our schools these days. I know? mean, yeah. Listen, I'm wearing the earring. I don't buy all of their methods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more on the cure side of, uh-huh. you know, you know, cas- casual <laughs> resistance fighter. Yeah. I'm going to use that word instead. Yeah. <laughs> casual <laughs> resistance fighter. <laughs> I dabble. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't do any science teaching, so yeah. I don't have to worry about it. You're good. Cork yeah. tries to use a, a hologram to serve drinks. Oh, it's so funny. It's great. It's Multiple great. holograms of himself. Just walking around yeah. the, the room. You can see him in the background. These crazy purple pants. Mm-hmm. But they keep breaking because any energy source they come into contact with disrupts the hologram. And so you constantly just hear glasses breaking and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, they drop the tray <laughs> or whatever they're trying to serve. But yeah. I mean, this is a classic tactic. As Automation. Yeah. Yeah, he's talking to somebody ostensibly and they mm-hmm. think they're talking to him as like, this conversation is a little bit weird. <laughs> whatever, I guess. Yeah. You're in a weird mood. Oh, yeah. you're gone now. Okay. Glad. Yeah. There goes the glasses. Yep. Like, Oh, yeah, this seemed a little uncanny valley. It makes sense that it was just an AI conversation. I was having a chat GPT <laughs> yeah, quirk. Chat, yeah. chat GPT quirk. <laughs> quirk GPT. There you go. <laughs> and, I mean, classic tactic. Mm. Let's automate the jobs. Yeah. Whatever. I don't need my workers. I'll show yeah, them. Yeah, they, they try to unionize. We'll just uh, make uh, self-check lanes. I know. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's crazy. Like, I was mm. talking to my mom the other day. Of like just going to a store, like if you genuinely need help finding something, it takes so long to find somebody. Oh, and like, yeah. good luck if they actually know, like at a hardware store, if they mm. know the problem that you're trying to solve. Like, oh, dude, fucking no. I have a so a couple of my friends now uh, both work at Home Depot, mm-hmm. and they were having this conversation about how well, one of them is like he's he's been in like split between garden and plumbing mm-hmm. or like lighting and plumbing or something. And uh, he's learning a lot about plumbing, uh, but, you know, he's, like, abandoned in there. Like, yeah. he's, like, the only person in there. And so totally. when someone's in the plumbing section, they're trying to ask a question, he has to be able to know it. Yeah. And then my other friend, who we were all on this, like, group call talking about it. My other friend who works at Home Depot is, like, he's, like, I have to... I have to cross the plumbing section to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I always try to rush through there so fast so because annoying. because if any customer sees me in the plumbing section, they will ask me a question about plumbing and I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> so, Dude, I worked at Home Depot for a summer and no I had to just did. lie all the what time. What department? I, I think I quit so early. They never actually just gave me like a permanent place. They just kind of moved me around. Yeah. Fair so enough. yeah, I was a cashier. Didn't last I, mm-hmm. the summer, you know, I, Damn, I made yeah. it through the summer and then quit for school. Uh-huh. Um, that seems like a lot of their employees, honestly. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, this is some like high school kids or something. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, mm-hmm. but it is like, Totally the pivot of, yeah. okay, let's just self-check out. Let's just, like, yeah. as few people as possible to make this yeah. thing How can we make this run, run with the skeleton crew? Mm-hmm. With only the scabs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or only people that are there temporarily uh-huh. or, or whatever. Or yeah. literally just the manager and copies of the manager <laughs> in this case. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it makes me think of, just because, like, I don't know, Kyle's in the, the service industry mm-hmm. and... I, I feel like I am more aware of when I have a really good experience with that. Like when I do go to a restaurant and like mm. the waiter or like the bartender enhances the experience. Yeah, like they you appreciate you, that. You know? like, yeah. like hospitality is in the name for a fucking reason. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it, it is like you feel taken care of. Mm-hmm. You feel like friendly with them mm-hmm. and like 
I think that's so impressive when people do a good job of that, of being like... It's a performance, you know? It totally yeah. is. Like, they're essentially actors, and yeah. they do a great fucking job. Yeah. I mean, most of them. I'm sure there's people who don't, but, like, whatever. It yeah, just... but the people you're thinking about who do yeah. a good job. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, like, that deserves... Yeah pay and recognition mm. and and all the things i will say though that doing the bare minimum i will also i'll still fine. be happy with that yes. you know anytime it doesn't yes. have to be above totally yeah but yeah. what i'm saying is like yeah. you know future times uh-huh. i think we'll still need those people oh yeah you know? we're, we're still gonna need someone to make you feel welcome in in you know the communal dining hall like come on yeah. in there's a seat over here yeah and, yeah you know the fish is good today or whatever uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's um yeah, it's a good it's a nice thing to have you know, something that you're passionate about. And like I think in a in a more post scarcity scenario, hospitality can be something that is, you know, looked at as successful. It could be very rewarding. You know? Yeah. And not just a service job, mm-hmm. you know, which like is that's for teens yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Or which infinite is, supply of teens. I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, when you look at that situation not even like a job like why not just get to hang out and Mm -hmm. say hey to people and enjoy like being there i think i would kind of enjoy that actually if it paid all right like it's like a walmart greeter without literally being (laughs) yeah Uh, just be like if it was just not walmart (laughs) yeah Yeah. hey man yeah i'm good yeah yeah i love being a social butterfly sometimes yeah i mean what if it's you know if it's a true communal kitchen cafeteria mm. dining area what if you know if there's spaces there for you to chill to read to like it's not a restaurant today where they like mm. try to hurry you out of your fucking seat. no oh, like, yeah. this is, we're talking about you know like you said there's reading spaces people greeting you and be like mm-hmm. yo what's up let's hang mm-hmm. you know what i heard this week like yeah essentially going into the tavern at in the rpg yes right. but, like you're there's getting, a barkeep there's a guy that's like the free rumors guy and he's just yeah. like telling you rumors <laughs> Gives you know. quests. Yeah. Three rumors. Yeah. You've got that. He also got... works on like the volunteer board, so he is giving you quests. <laughs> He's like, like, we need uh... some more help on the farm. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have live music. You've got like a teen band over here just getting started oh, yeah. for people who are more avant garde and stuff. And then you have like a more experienced team, you know, mm-hmm. more, n- less <laughs> teen band, you know, <laughs> an actual good band. But, you know, can yeah, you got that. Not battle of the bands, but uh, School of Rock. Mm. Yes. Which is an actual thing beyond the movie. It is a company. Um, I've had many musician friends, many a musician friend uh, be a teacher there. Really? It's very cool. That's super cool. Something I've considered getting into. That'd be awesome. Even though I've never done that before. (laughs) You could probably (laughs) do it. It'd be really fun. Yeah. I don't know. It's just less of this, can we do the service industry Mm -hmm. aspect of it and more of this like. How do we rethink that? Yeah. The benefits yeah, like, of it. Yeah. What do people get out of this experience and what could they get out of this experience and how can we provide that not so that we can get our cut, but that so people have what they want when they come into this space. Yeah. So yeah. I watched The Bear, which is a really oh, good show. I want to see that. Oh my God. Um, um, Considered watching. I recommend it highly. Okay. There's one episode that's an that anxiety attack, so skip, skip that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll check with the fam to make okay. sure we don't have too many accounts going. Fair enough, fair enough. We have a little uh, streaming commune. <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, uh, we'll it's keep the only it way to do it. I've got a Netflix account for you if you need it. I'm good on Netflix. <laughs> okay, <thank> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... So there's an episode in it where someone's training at this like super, super high end restaurant. Like it's like a three Michelin star mm. restaurant. 
And um, the, the thing he's learning how to do is how to be, you know, a good hostess or host and, and waiter mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And in this, like, really high-end scenario, they're like, we are just trying to take care of people. We're trying to, like, make their experience perfect. And, like, mm-hmm. they're handing each other, like, secret notes. Like, oh, it's this guy's birthday. Make sure you send over some Whoa. shit. Like, they research their customers and shit. Whoa. It's crazy. It's a little bit creepy. And some parts of the research part is creepy. But uh-huh. there's this one, like, they overhear things because they're waiters, right? And so they, they come in and they're like, okay, this person's from out of town. It's their last night in Chicago. We got to hook them up with some deep dish. So mm. they send them out to get deep dish and come back. And the chef like cuts it into these perfect little rounds and like oh. puts a cool little basil sauce around it. Whoa. Like it's so fucking cool. It it's like the best episode of the show probably. Cause like the guy's learning this is a real asshole and he mm-hmm. like becomes less of an asshole. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> but like, obviously I think that's fucked up in like the high end context of like, why is it only some people get to experience this? You know, like, God damn, that's so cool. And yeah. like, they do make a point. Like there's a, a couple who had been saving up for it and they, they overhear that and like, Oh, they're, they're both teachers. Like, let's go ahead and comp their meal. Just shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which that's is, you so know, cool. sweet, but like, I, it's stuff like that of like, what if, you know, taking it out of that high end monetary exchange concept and putting it into a commune concept of, just being a community of being like, oh, you're visiting from out of town and you're in our commune? Let me hook you up with our best dish, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to <laughs> the fucking episode. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know, even where we departed. No, I got I it. I've got the fucking synopsis here. Thank we have a God. lot of good rants in here. Yes. Yeah. Thank God for Memory Alpha. Shout out to them for keeping us kind of on track. Yeah. Keep, not keeping us on track, but having a track mm-hmm. next to us, so when we're yeah. way over here, we can look over and say, that's what we're supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> so, Quark is running his fake holograms, and Odo, the station mm-hmm. head of security, comes in. Gushy cop is what I call him. <laughs> he is both Gushy and a cop. Mm-hmm. And he... You know, he's talking to Quark. He's like, why did you call me here? And Quark's like, well, I want you to get those strikers to leave. They're, they're a menace. They're... <laughs> she thinks so too. Uh, you know, they're a mob. They're blocking my entrance and stuff like that. And Odo, like, mask off. Yeah. Showing his fascist ass. He's like, I would. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I would love to, like, beat up those strikers. That'd be so fucking sick. But I can't. Ugh. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, Commander Cisco told me that I expressly couldn't. So. Yes. Yeah. Good. Thank I, God. I am on your side. I love that they included this. Like, they uh, boldly tell you yeah cops are on not on your side yeah. this that's funny they yeah. show you exactly where they fucking land yeah if i'm not beating your ass on the <laughs> picket line it's because the government's restraining me yes <laughs> and i think it's funny because like odo is like usually portrayed as a fairly sympathetic character like mm-hmm. they definitely like he is ribbed for how like much of a hardliner he is and stuff. Yeah. Like, mm, you humanoids. Mm-hmm. So many feelings. Whatever. <laughs> and yeah, people are like, oh, oh no. Like, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> oh, 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 no. <laughs> oh, oh, no. But he is, you know, one of the main cast members. Like, he's popular, I think. Like, he's beloved. Mm-hmm. And, but like, showing him, like, removing that veneer of like affection and showing him for who he fucking is, which is a goddamn cap. 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 <laughs> okay, but yeah, Cisco's like, don't do that. It's funny that the way he says it, though, like, he's totally rolling his eyes, like, their freedom of expression or whatever. I guess I can't arrest them. I would really like to, though. <laughs> We've got a little game playing mm-hmm. on the promenade. Uh, Bashir and O'Brien are saying, 
who's who's crossing the picket line. <laughs> <laughs> what a, this is a game we all play on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, which what celebrities are going to have bad takes about this? Oh, you know? yeah. like, who's who's a fucking scab? But we should, you know, normalize this of like when unions in your community go on strike. Like, you should go out to the picket line and be like, "All right, let's see if I recognize any of these assholes." Mm-hmm. You know, is Jim Jim? Not my you, Jim. You think fucking Jim's gonna? Nah, Jim's a real one. Like he's, he's cool. Like, you know, he's cool. I always believed in Jim. Yeah, like, yeah <laughs> that dude was a real. Go one. out there with your buddies. You know, put out lawn chairs and just get a six pack. There, get some brewskis. There you go. And be like, oh, Roger, he's crossing. He's crossing. He's yeah. a fucking <laughs> he's asshole. A fucking loser. <laughs> it's a show. Turn it into yeah. a freaking game. <laughs> he's so that's good. Awesome. And if he does try it, you know, go out there put and him beat on his blast. ass. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And that's what fucking happens. Like, hey, here, take this beer that I have for you. <laughs> Hang out with me instead of crossing the picket line. I'll pay you in beer. Yeah, yeah the non-violent round. I don't, I like I don't have gold-plated latinum, but... Would you take a Miller Lite? Yes. <laughs> but that is what happens, though. They mm. see, you know, a couple people pass. You know, they're taking bets on who goes in, who doesn't. Mm. But they see Commander Worf fucking strolling on in. And O'Brien's like, oh, hell no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fast walks into that mm-hmm. bar. And then it cuts immediately to the three of them in jail. Yeah. <laughs> and Cisco yelling at them like, what the fuck happened? I kind of wish they showed that scene. I wish they yeah. had too. That's badass as hell. Uh-huh. O'Brien, real comrade. Yeah, goes O'Brien's in there and says, are you best. serious? I want to know who threw Bashir <laughs> into a table. Though. That's pretty I, good. I picture him going long ways like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. on the bar <laughs> yeah. crushing all the glasses yes. yeah. like Worf is like get out of the way yeah. Yeah. so yeah the three of them get into a scuffle and Cisco yells at them he yeah, he's PlayStation daddy he makes them uh, he makes them spend the night in jail yes. yeah, in the slammer and he's like this is fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. I'm gonna end this shit calls up Quark and my like, senior staff brawling. how dare you yeah <laughs> And so, yeah, he calls Quark to end the strike. And, and Quark's like, dude, I can't fucking do that. That's, like, not how Ferengis work. <laughs> and he brings out the big guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mentioned earlier, apparently, Quark doesn't fucking pay rent. Yeah. Why is he cutting his employees' salary? <laughs> he has so much money. He doesn't have any overhead. He doesn't no. pay for rent or ma- maintenance. Um, He's running the, like, the profit is all his. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Federation is just, like... Yeah, yeah, you can have a spot here. We'll just let you, and you can use our staff to, you know, fix your shit. And yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Which like, is cool. I mean, like, great, uh, you know, in the future, <laughs> one day, if yeah. there's someone who isn't, isn't, is intentionally not being a, sh- a landlord at all. Yes, You know, yes. basically just being like, yeah, you can stay here for free. Yeah. But yeah. then, you know, profiting off of it. It's weird. It's a weird. It's a weird clash of things happening. You know, he has no overhead. I guess maybe except he, for employees, really employees, yeah. and then I guess the liquor. Maybe does he replicate the liquor? Because sometimes he talks like, question. "I'm getting a shipment of uh-huh. you know." He has to and, shipment unless yeah. they have more advanced replicators. Because didn't the old replicators not make the alcohol? They do synth the hall. Yeah, he does both. I think. I think he uh-huh. does a mix of of imports. Like, like for the good shit, he'll import it. It's like the real shit, and then the Delta Eight. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the synthol. Yeah, totally. Yeah. The near beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, basically, Cisco threatens him. Is like, I'm gonna make you pay five years back back rent. <laughs> it's messed up. Yeah, uh, it's a good threat though. It's a really good threat. Yeah. He knows where to hit him. 
Yeah. <laughs> right in the wallet. <laughs> yes. So Quark tries to bribe Rom with latinum. He hands mm-hmm. him a little data pad and says, this is how much I'm willing to pay. And Rom kind of leads him on for a minute, like, hmm, like, slips or strips or whatever Mm -hmm. uh but no he's not turning and slips strips or bars doesn't matter doesn't matter (laughs) even if it was bars (laughs) even if it was bars yeah exactly and he then stands up and delivers the fucking line Mm -hmm. in a television show on the 90s (laughs) looks at his data pad to make sure he's getting the words right (laughs) yeah it's an ancient text (laughs) you gotta make sure you got the right translation Mm -hmm. up uh, he says, workers of the world, unite. You have only your chains to lose. Yeah, he doesn't finish the quote of, you have the world to gain. Mm, that's good. We should have that more. Uh, yeah, I was, think- I was thinking about that day- today before that, because I read that quote, and I was like, you know, I don't know if it's everyone's reality that you have nothing to lose but your chains, because... Mm-hmm. If you go on strike, you have plenty. You have a yeah, whole no, lot to lose lot to sometimes, lose. unless you're in a really fucked up, you know, situation where uh, your conditions are worse. <laughs> if you keep working, working. versus unemployed, yeah. yeah. But that's uh, what your unemployment package is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's also maybe just like a metaphorical. Like um, you can only really stand to gain by taking a stand, you know, mm-hmm. and like standing up for yourself and your. Your fellow people. Yeah, I think in the strike context, you're right. You do have mm-hmm. a lot to lose, but yeah. in like a larger movement, yeah, if all those workers <laughs> and all that. the world unite. There you go. Then yes, yeah. literally, yeah. No, you're right. It's in the quote. <laughs> workers of the world, if they all united, we'd be good. Yeah, <laughs> we, we we wouldn't have anything to lose. Yeah, but our <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think everyone can look at the last part and say, you have the world to gain is that you do have an improvement. Yeah. And then maybe it's more of like a kind of a Maoist sort of perspective on the first part of like, as it applies to you, Mm -hmm. you have nothing to lose, but your chains. So Mm -hmm. when your group is in the revolutionary moment, when you are in Palestine, Mm -hmm. you know, when you are, in these oppressed groups that are fighting for their liberation at that time. Like, mm-hmm. that's you. You have nothing to lose with your change. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, us comfortable Westerners, we have a lot to lose besides our Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, but that's <laughs> why you don't see us yeah. rising up in revolt. Mm-hmm. Right? But when it comes, when it when your hour comes, yeah, then you're going to be in that situation too because eventually, yeah, this you're, machine is going to immiserate us. To yeah, that you're going to be extent. under the boot as well. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. because the global periphery is going to collapse. Right. Yeah. That's gonna that's gonna go into into communism. That's that's gonna that they're going to liberate themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the tentacles of global capitalism, they're going to have to retreat. Yeah. yeah, and they're and gonna. That's where we get all of our cheap treats. And they're gonna turn that on us. That's mm-hmm. right. That misery yeah. is gonna fade. And, and so yeah. ran our sweatshops. Guess who's the sweatshop now? Yeah. We are gonna eventually mm-hmm. be under the gun, and so we are gonna eventually be the people who are gonna say, mm-hmm. "We have nothing to lose." So it, yeah. That that glorious yeah. past is is it's gone. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's evaporated. I mean, from yeah. a climate level too. Like if that's oh, not the way, yeah. it'll happen that way. Like, yeah, hey, this not- place is unlivable. We could just get rid of those guys who are making it unlivable. Yeah. <laughs> It's all, it's all going to collapse together, you know? Yeah, it's going to be one big. Yeah. <laughs> that, for your theory heads out there, is third-worldism, basically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it turns out I think it's a pretty 
feasible. Yeah, I think so. Way of looking at the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back to Star Trek. Back yeah. to Star Trek. <laughs> I like these little asides. They're, They're very good. Nice. Yeah. We're just friends hanging out. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Rom's like, "Fuck you!" Not ending the strike. And Quark gets back to his bar and finds Liquidator Brunt from the FCA. Liquidator. Yeah. And he's there with two Nausicans, which are these very tough... They look like extras from Kiss, but, like, really gone wrong. Their mouths are messed up. Their mouths are terrifying. (laughs) They're vertical. Just a lot of teeth. It's Uh it's a horror show. I like how his name is as blunt as his title. Yeah, Yeah. Brunt. Brunt. (laughs) Liquidator. He really brings the brunt of the whole situation (laughs) with him. And, yeah, he's like, we got to stop this shit. In the meantime, Rom meets with the employees and tells them, like, dude, motherfucker tried to bribe me. How ridiculous. And he's like, well, did you take the bribe? <laughs> yeah, one guy's like, did you do it? And he's like, no, I fucking didn't do it. What the hell? Like, seriously, why would I show my face here? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah I took guess the what, bribe. guys? <laughs> took a cool bribe today. Fuck you. Oh. Also, the Ferengi names are, I mentioned this earlier, it's like a keyboard smash and you add vowels. You yeah. Know? Grimp is a name. Grimp. <laughs> Frul. Frul. It's like fool. I like yeah. With he's, an R. Yeah, he's, he is dumb. he's the heel. Like, he's yeah. like, you you fool. <laughs> you big fool. Yes. Oh. So yeah, he's like, nope, we're gonna we're gonna stay it out. And you know, he's he's quoting some rules of acquisition here. Some rules of acquisition. Some rules of acquisition. <laughs> Sorry. Um that, and was, that was a really good moment in the sense of like he was kind of doing this Jesus role of saying, mm-hmm. You've heard it said that this. Yeah. Well, Here's what this means. Like yeah. He's like doing scriptures on his head sort of thing. Yeah. Like, totally. Because you know. his, his, I don't remember the exact quote. I don't have it here. But they're saying like his his version was if it's, you know, like you got to risk it for the biscuit is mm-hmm. the paraphrase. Kind of, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to acquire, right? Yes. Some, some, something like that. If it's for, if Latinum's on the line, like go for it kind of thing. Yeah. And the employee like shoots back like, well, his favorite role is employees are. <laughs> Or like rungs on the ladder of of success, don't hesitate to step on them. Mm-hmm. Which wow, <laughs> you could cross stitch that and put it up in any office. <laughs> you, you that would be your... the best, like vigilante, like <laughs> like tiny, like pushback. You know, as as put an it in like a bathroom stall. <laughs> but it would also be like the best dark side boss thing to have oh, on your wall. Yeah, like he'd come into your your manager's you know office and he's like. <laughs> Come hey, on in, take a seat, shut the door. Yeah, shut the door after you. That see, is the this most is what you see. That's the door. Yeah. <laughs> like, you I shut the door and around. you see it, and it's like, oh, 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 <laughs> oh no. You turn around to face him. <laughs> Seems like, yeah. Have a seat. Yeah. Oh. Have a seat on this ladder. <laughs> <laughs> but like a really short one, yeah. so you feel bad. It's a step ladder. I was, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have a chair for people who come in here. They're in this meeting saying, okay, we're going to fucking stick with it. And, and Brunt comes in with his, his goons. Mm-hmm. And immediately Frule's like, oh, give up. Uh, I'm, I'm surrendering. Yeah, what so, a Frule. Yeah. He's a fucking scab ass loser. Mm-hmm. Gives up immediately. But he, Brunt right. does threaten to retaliate against their families yes. and ruin their accounts, you know, on Ferenginar, which is uh, pretty terrifying. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's like your life. Yeah. And like your family's and life. And your family. And in Ferengi society, like mm-hmm. women can't work. So you have yeah. to send money to them. Based- and they also can't leave the planet. 
Yeah. So whoever's there is like paying for their mom's shit or whatever. And it's kind of like the service industry thing we were talking about where, you know, it's it's a really big deal if someone doesn't pull their weight because it then it ends up falling on everyone else, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, even in the white collar industry. Totally. Like I was talking about before, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And another kind of side to that is it's mm, reference to in the United States the epidemic of like blacklisting and stuff mm-hmm. back in the in kind of the more cold war times of the fact that you you wouldn't get a job and you know since their situation was so gendered or whatever you know women would just be basically dependent on that or, or what have you but still mm-hmm. like this would just axe anybody with relation to you like this sorry like you can't take part yeah yeah but Rom talks him back up once they leave. He's like, we're still in this. Let's fucking do it. Quark's still trying to talk him down. He refuses again. And, you know, Quark's like, dude, the FCA is involved. Like, they're coming after us. Like, you're mm-hmm. going to get your fucking ass handed Back-er to you. are some bad dudes. Yeah. Yeah, like, the Nazikans are over there throwing darts at each other. Like... <laughs> Which, by the way, they were casted. They casted like famous dart players, like so good competitive dart people to to just for that one scene. One where scene. They're throwing darts into each other's chests. It's really good. It's um, very good. Good bar activity to do. Absolutely. You, know? you imagine they would have had to pony up the cash, but on the other hand, if you got called up and like, do you want to like throw darts for Star Trek? Fuck yes. <laughs> oh my Are god, that would be me? a yes immediately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would try to get good at darts just for fucking that <laughs> no, oh, yeah but they're you know top of the game they're like, hell yeah let's do it <laughs> so yeah they're they're goofing around playing darts and, and brunt is like well we gotta we gotta make an example out of somebody we can't do it to rom and we'll mm-hmm. make a martyr out of him great point saint rom saint rom oh i'd That's get right. a little candle of him a little candle oh that would be so good with him like with like a little little red book in front of him be great. Um, and they consider Lita, but she's too hot. So mm-hmm. her lobes are too weak. Her lobes <laughs> so delicate. Sorry. And then, uh, so they decide to go for Quark and he's family. Yeah, like isn't it ironic that you're on my same side? <laughs> but now I have to beat you up to uh, you know make this shit happen that we all want to happen. Yeah, I mean, I guess this is like, I guess if a conglomerate came down on, like, the company that Mm. it owns, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, if the company isn't, you know, putting their boot on the employee's neck. Or the manager. Yeah. Yeah. If if they're not performing their capitalistic duty to uh, keep them in line and stop a union from forming, uh, then, yeah, corporate has to come down on them. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's... That's exactly what's happening there, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. If you... Hey, you'll get these liberal types who mm-hmm. will say, no, you know, not all capitalists. <laughs> some of them are good. Yeah, some, some of them are. <laughs> they're nice. And they, uh-huh. they want to make sure that their workers have everything they need. Well, you know where, what happens to those chumps is they get fucking turned on by the by the uh, weird... What are they called? FCA? Yeah, the mm-hmm. FCA. That's, that's what happens that's right. to them in, in our... Capacities, they just get drummed out of business. They yeah. just, they just, they don't make it. They don't cut the corners that everybody else cuts. Mm-hmm. Their stockholders don't get the dividends that everybody else gets. And so yeah. their stockholders say, hey, bitch, you did not give us the returns we wanted. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go to your competitors. Yeah. 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 So yeah. you get priced out. Yeah. You get sold done. out. 
you get, you know, and then all of your whatever financial mirages you were, con, you know, conjuring to get the finances that you had, uh, all of a sudden are exposed to the IRS and you end up Sam Bankman freed, uh, you know, you, mm-hmm. yourself into jail uh, because you did all that sort of magic. Becoming thing. a household name for yeah. some reason. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. there you go. It's, it's all pulled out for money. But that's because you're not actually like, you're either, I guess the managers at that level, at the Quark's level, are not really the real capitalists. They're mm-hmm. the yeah, petty, petty bouge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so he finds out kind of, I'm just, I'm on someone else's leash. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, for some people, that is a demystifying experience mm-hmm. to where they actually come out the other side and say, Come to Jesus moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, wow. I thought. You know, this is a, yeah, it's, it's a Saul to Paul moment where I'm like, <laughs> oh, I persecuted these people, but uh-huh. I should be of them. Yeah. Or shit. it's a moment where they just Double throw down. in their lot and yeah. they say, this is fine. I'm going to be like all the cops of all mm-hmm. the capitalist countries and I'm going to just throw in my lot, even yeah. though they don't consider me of their same class. And yeah. That's what happened. I mean, Quark as a character is very interesting because... Like, he's a real piece of shit, right? Like, and he has some really unforgivable stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I could name a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to, because we're already long. But by the end of the series, like, he does enough good shit that you're like, I know you have a conscience. I know you care about people. Like, and he always tries to hide it of like, oh, it's, it's actually for my own benefit and mm-hmm. shit like that. Like, there are consequences from this episode, I will go ahead and tell you. Like, mm-hmm. he... Ends up being like in trouble with Franganar and the mm-hmm. FCA, like going forward because he had this big stain on his reputation from giving in to the union's from giving demands. In. Yeah, secretly, I might secretly. add. Yeah. So what happens next is he gets uh-huh. beat up. So yeah. Nasa gets fucking crush his eye socket, like puncture his lung, all kinds of horrible yeah. stuff. Like, I got the brunt of my eye socket. <laughs> <laughs> he really felt the brunt of it. Yes. <laughs> and Rom comes in and sees his brother all beat the fuck up and they work out a deal. What do y'all think of this deal? I think it's selling out. I think yeah. it is too. But I, I gotta say, it's like, if you're a person who's in a leadership, leadership position, you have goals... Mm-hmm. And the barrier of those goals are your pride. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. Like maybe maybe you give up your pride. Yeah. And you get those goals accomplished. But I mean, that's minus a class analysis. I mean, like that's yeah. that's like if mm-hmm. you're just coming at it from from just a regular person, mm-hmm. not really thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. He had the quotes. He had, yeah. you know, you have yeah, nothing to lose, but shame. Mm-hmm. But he didn't have behind that any sort of material analysis. Of yeah. Like. yeah. And so if you're just like, it's up to me. I'm mm-hmm. the big bad. You yeah. know? I'm mm-hmm. like kind of the boss, but for the workers. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. and, uh, I'm here to help them out. I'm here to benefit them. Yeah. And you get into this like power play. manager. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of. So isn't that kind of like the union leadership can sort be. of paradigm, yeah. Can be for, for, sure. for unions that end up in this business unionship, this business union leadership type mm-hmm. model, yeah, definitely, yeah, they end up in this collaborationist situation mm-hmm. where they are basically on the same. <laughs> she hates it. She thinks that's It is really bad. We're you so know. focused on something other than you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you baby. and 
they basically end up on the same side of management in terms of mm-hmm. uh, can we, what deal can we make that makes me happy, mm-hmm. keeps me in leadership, mm-hmm. yeah, and gives enough scraps to the membership to keep me in power. So we should say the deal is that if they dissolve the union, he says at least publicly. So that makes me wonder, like, is there still a secret union that we don't know about? I don't know. Which is super subversive because that could be like a book club that could mm-hmm. actually get, you know, there super you radical. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah, keep so, it under wraps until uh, you need it again, you know? Yeah, until, yeah, until that's you've what I'm eaten thinking. enough meat, gotten buff enough. And you're <laughs> Take really over the bar. You that's, you're enough raw meat. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. So the, if they dissolve the union, in, in public at least, he will agree to all of their demands, including the salary. He has to cook up a fake... He initially is like, I'll wait six months till they're off my ass, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll then raise your salaries, and Rom pushes back, which I think is good. Rom's like, hell no, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He says, just make one of your fake ledgers like you always fucking do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do some quick tax fraud. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're used to it, okay? Very Come easy. on, man. And yeah, and, and they agree to it. One thing I think would have helped... Because I agree. I was, like, not super comfy with how this shook out. Yeah. It's a little sketchy, you know? Yeah. In a couple of areas. Like, this deal and then kind of Rom's eventual fate, I feel kind of mixed about. Yeah. But... He's like, I have to leave now. Yeah. 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 But I think what would have helped here is Mm -hmm. if they had shown him going back to the union and talking about it. Ratifying. Oh, yeah. Ratifying is what I was missing. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, all right. Because it seems like he makes the decision unilaterally. Mm. Which is fucked. Yeah, no, he's being the leader like of these things about. that's supposed to be, it's supposed to be a collective, you know? Yeah. A great man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Approach. It does, and that's what that's worries really me, point. because we didn't see that, and we didn't see, like, I would have loved it if Lita took more of a, a leader, mm. leadership role. <laughs> the Lita. <laughs> Lita, Lita. And, because I think that'd be really cool, like, what if she was, like, organizing, you know? She took it, she was the union maid, and she, like, like Yeah, what if she, like, yes. organized the women on the station or something, or the Dabo girls had their own auxiliary or something, oh, like, yeah. that would have been really cool, because I think... Rom ends up, um, ends up leaving and, mm. and applying to be, like, a mechanic, basically, yeah. for the station under, like, the Bajoran control. Like, he's wearing the... It's a really ugly beige uniform. <laughs> <laughs> but I worry now because I'm like, well, he's not there. And he was clearly such a leader. Every scene showed him being the one saying, no, we can do it, you know, mm-hmm. rallying the kind of troops. If yeah. Lita had even gotten one of those scenes of being mm-hmm. like, you know what, fuck that, like we're still gonna keep going, yeah. I would feel much better about him departing. Yeah, yeah. Because if they do have a secret union, they still need someone to lead that. Yeah. No, it is. It is kind of a sad moment, you know. Mm-hmm. If he's like, all right, I'll sacrifice this union for our, you know, demands. And then instead of staying and making sure that the demands are met, I'm yeah, fuck he's like, out. see ya. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is I mean, good for his character. It's it's also kind of like uh, the concept of salting, mm. you know, which is like when you join a company and oh, you, that's right, in, with the express yeah, intention of creating a union. That's right, and you know, that's like you're like a career salter. You're not going to stay at that job. You're going to fucking leave after the unions. Maybe he's going to unionize the Bajoran mechanics. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> go. Rom Salter of the uh, uh, Space Nine. The salt of the earth. <laughs> the salt of oh, the yeah. salt of Bajor. <laughs> 
it makes sense for his character mm-hmm. and like story wise I think it makes sense that they have to separate them because like Rom is becoming more of his own person and less yeah. of a dopey sidekick yeah. He's like, wait a sec, I want to do some other shit. Yeah. I want to work at a bar. <laughs> I want to be a communist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even, like, one of the things that drives his son to join Starfleet is mm-hmm. he says, my dad's an amazing engineer. He could have been chief engineer on a starship. But because he's a Ferengi and he tries to be good at capitalism, and he's not, he's terrible with money, mm-hmm. his biggest <laughs> ambition is that his brother dies so he can run the bar. <laughs> and and Nog is able to say, I don't want that for myself. Like, I'm going to, you know, apply for Starfleet. And, like, mm-hmm. that's a big motivational factor. So I think it's really cool that, like, he's almost learning from his son in this instance of, like, yeah, I can do better than this, you know? Well, not that there's anything wrong with, obviously, with hospitality, but... No, but... Like, his brother he treats him like shit, and he realizes, like, I'm actually a leader when he's not there. Interesting character, I wise. Definitely, yeah. yeah. I love it. And also, kind of hints at the first Rom-Lita relationship. Just, uh-huh. just point this out, y'all. The communist on the show gets the lady with the biggest titties. It's it's, it's very hot. That's just facts. Yeah. Very hot to be a communist. Yeah, you're going to get the yeah. hot ladies. I don't know what to tell you. She's yeah. like, you know, you're, you're a little bit braver than yeah. Julian. She's into it. Yeah. And they eventually... She kisses him on the forehead. Yeah, spoilers. They get together. I gotta say, a forehead kiss is uh, it's a pretty big deal. That's a big deal. That's real close to the ears. Yeah, fuck. It's Man. Like right in between them. She grabbed onto his ears to she, kiss his forehead. There too. was That's... third base contact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some light umux. Oh, uh, that's right. That's right. Umux. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay, uh, that's it. That what probably did, does it, yeah. What did y'all think overall? Ratings. Give me a rating. Five star out of... Out of five. Five out of five, okay. Well, you know, what? what yeah. is your rating? Uh-huh. You know what? I'm going to be very lame and just give it a five. You know? That's not lame at all. That's yeah. great. I, uh, I, you know, I feel like it's uh, one of those really iconic episodes, you know, mm-hmm. and... Um, Put something on TV that is uh, pretty subversive. Yeah, it's pretty guarded from a lot of public society. You know. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's in pop culture a little bit more these days, but I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to find stuff about that. You know. Yeah, yeah. I I wonder in the context of like the '90s when this was out. I mean, mm-hmm. I wasn't old enough to be watching it really, but like, yeah. I wonder what people thought. I wonder. Mm-hmm. You know how many people got the references and and understood like it's kind of a big fucking deal. You're making a whole episode about unions and labor and yeah, that's fucking cool. In the service industry of all yeah, places, yeah, like, yeah, a place that people don't you know often don't associate it with. And that's a you know huge deal here right now. I mean, totally. The U.S. is known for its uh, vast service industry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What I about you, Grady? I give it a four. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think. I definitely agree with the points of that it uh, reaches this mass audience about this message of unionization. I think that's in a historical context mm-hmm. where, okay, you're reaching network audience in 90s. This is, these are the people mm-hmm. who witness live Reagan smashing Patco, the, uh, the airline industries. This is commonly seen as like the death knell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the death knell of, of American unions, essentially. You know, these these are people who, who kind of saw the state dismantle, you know, mm-hmm. uh, unions and, and, and say, like, basically, that's not going to be a thing anymore. You know, to yeah. the extent they are, they're going to be dying. 
and that's it. And, and then they get to see kind of this revival of the notion, you know, and, and not revival of it, but just like, it's, hey, it's a thing, and this is this great, you know, this crazy future, and yeah, even these guys are thinking about it in a new context, and who knows, maybe that is possible for you, you know. Uh, I do think it was a little bit weak in terms of the the, re- the ultimate the resolution yeah. of, yes. you know, I, I think that's, to me, its weakest part is, is that sort of like the deal cutting? I think mm-hmm. that the stronger position or, you know, the more left position would have been like Rorschach when mm. he says in, in the in the crazy movie where he's like, they'll beg me to to do something. I'll whisper to them no. Like they'll, <laughs> they'll beg me to help them and I'll whisper mm. to them no. It's like, you know, that that's kind of Rob's role there should be to... Like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. Actually, I, I want more things now. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> but uh, this is yeah, these are our new demands. You know? Yeah, yeah. And not new demands necessarily, but like, no, I'm going to hold you to this. We're also going to have a union, and we're going to continue to hold your feet to the fire. That's the whole thing about a minimum maximum program is you want concessions, Immediate. but then you want to keep pushing. Yes. Like, you never want to do the liberal game of, of like, you know, because in our lifetime, the ultimate, like, the hyper-liberal game was Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Because he oh, would yeah. come out of the gate and say, look, I know that my side wants this and your side wants this, so this I'm is what I'm asking here. for. Mm-hmm. And then just allow his lame ass to get dragged over to mm-hmm. the side. Yeah. So, like, what you want to do is the, the antithesis. Yeah, you, you want to ask for the fucking moon. Yeah, you yeah. want to <laughs> ask for this, only get this, and say, that's fine. I want, now I, I still want, want this. this. It's the tenets of negotiation, you know. Yeah, you gotta right. shoot high, and then you it's, might get something. The, that... It's the art of the deal, people. That's all we ask you for is a good deal. Okay. Uh, honestly, if you're ever asking for a salary, just just tack five to ten k on it. See what there you happens. Go. Double it, just, easy. Just all, yeah, try yeah. doubling it yeah. so you can get away with that shit. <laughs> yeah. If you're starting out, yeah, mm-hmm. try doubling because they're so fucking desperate they might take you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, whenever you're asking for and that shit, always... just like. Just shoot higher. The worst they can do is say no. You can pretend that you said the wrong number if they say that's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, well, well, oh hey, sorry. I was looking at the wrong. The wrong I, job I mistyped. Offer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That, sorry. that was my Google offer. Uh, what? Sorry. What were you yeah, guys? Yeah. That, was, that, you know, I mixed this up from an interview from last week. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> From a little farm, you may never heard of Microsoft. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I think I would I might split the difference here and go with a four point five. I yeah. I love it for its just blatant use of Marx or its blatant use of the word union. It's not trying to be cutesy about it. It's it's very on the nose of what it's trying to do. And O'Brien being a fucking partisan, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. O'Brien's cool. a good goddamn union man. Yeah. That's a good character development for yeah. me, you gotta say. Wood. That's a 4.25 He's my type for, for sure. Wood. <laughs> He's yeah. my type. He's a cutie. Leaning into the mic. He's <laughs> everyone's trying wood. to... Wood. Yeah. <laughs> He's a working class hero, he is. He <laughs> is, he is. But, uh... Yeah, I agree that the... Resolution, the only reason I give it a kind of pass is I'm, I'm choosing to believe, he said in public, so I'm choosing to believe there is a secret union. They still have some power in the headcanning that Lita takes it over. Because, I, yeah, I mean, I understand for character reasons why they had to move from, on from that position, but I think the timing of it kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. 
So, secret book club. Secret book club. See you later, Vladimir. And Nadiesh's in charge Nadia's now. Nadiesh just got it. She's got all right. it all from here. Vladimir got a really cool salary job. Yeah. <laughs> Vladimir's like, I'm actually going to take this other gig. I'm going to be I'm a consumer now, product. actually. <laughs> I am a you know, customer. I know, I know that I won't be your employee anymore, but I'll be paying you money. <laughs> how's that? Yeah. How, is that better? <laughs> yeah. That is how the episode ends, I guess. It's kind of the trade-off, right? Yeah. You know? Now, if you do end up at that timeline, if you do end up probably with no Stalin, because mm. Lenin's... Last Testament famously was kind of negative on Stalin, but yeah. the main hand behind that, while Lenin had had a stroke and was basically debilitated by this point, Damn. the main hand behind his last will and testament was Nadia mm. She fucking hated, hated Stalin. Because <laughs> Stalin chewed her out on the phone and everything else. I don't and think Stalin liked women very much. He, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was pretty sexist. Based, basically a little based bit intolerant of the main. Mm-hmm. So, say. She probably was not going to just let him... Roll on up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, kids. Yeah. We've talked enough shit. This is kind of a combo Star Trek slash shooting the shit. <laughs> I'm okay <laughs> with that. That's fine. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can have me on for more shooting the shit if you want. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, dude. Great. Hit me up. Because they're fun. They're super fun. Listeners, let us know. I mean, I'm not going to let them vote on, on you. <laughs> like American <laughs> Idol. <laughs> yeah. but. All right, let the people decide. You know, it would be the communist thing to do. I guess. <laughs> but Democratic centralism. There you go. Yeah. We're the vanguard here. We can make decisions. <laughs> so I would love that. It's great. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun to just talk shit. Yeah, man. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, this was a wonderful episode. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. It was great to check it out again. Um, I definitely watched DS9 years and years ago, but I pretty much binged it and, you know, didn't put that much stake into each episode. Um, But I'm I'm really glad. I'm really glad we revisited this one. This is a very important one. Yeah. I liked it. I just felt like we we missed it when we did our initial, because I hadn't Mm -hmm. gotten to this episode yet in my watch of DS9. Mm-hmm. I didn't think to include it in it, and now I'm like, that was fucking dumb. <laughs> this was like very much about our show. Yeah, yeah. So I felt like we had to come back. Yeah, good. no, I think it's good. I think it's good to focus in a little more. You yeah. know, we did the the macro view. Yes, we're, we're going the a little very more micro this time. Macro view. Yeah, that's right. That was nuts. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know when this episode comes out, so I will probably have to come and say here's what's yeah. happening next week so yeah. we can P- send it there potentially a holiday episode maybe uh, yeah festive type maybe yeah <laughs> you know uh, appreciate your time with those around you yes. same as you should do at all times yeah yeah, yeah. keep your people close <laughs> yeah and then you unionize like them. them yeah <laughs> uh, yeah Gene, from this point you yes. can customize it to the time that it's actually released build we'll just a do. little bit of solidarity if you can mm. <laughs> How's that? And remember, fuck possible. the capitalists. Please yeah, do. Always. Cops are not on your side ever. ACAB. Don't, don't trust Odo. Don't trust Odo. <laughs> Odo's a fucking class traitor. <laughs> he literally becomes a traitor later and sides uh, with the goddamn fascists. Later traitor. Later traitor. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we're ending the episode. <laughs> hey there, comrades. Just jumping in to remind you of all of our social media. We are on Twitter at Teach Communism, Instagram at Teach Me Communism. You can shoot us an email. That's teachmecommunism at gmail.com. 
any of those places are good to send us an episode suggestion or a question, anything you think would be useful feedback for us or just your admiration. If you want to admire us in a public manner, and you should, you can go to Apple Podcasts to give us a review. It is the best way to help people find the show. Love when people write and review us. Please do both. We are also on YouTube if that's how you prefer to listen to podcasts, or if you know someone that's the only way they'll listen to podcasts, send them to our page. And we have a Patreon. For five bucks a month, you get access to our notes for each week's episode, including the backlog of notes, which is a very handy resource for up and coming commies. And at the end of the year, all of the funds from Patreon will be given to local mutual aid in the DFW area. So ain't going to line our pockets. Finally, we have merch. Check us out at Tee Public. You can find shirts and I believe also stickers and magnets and all kinds of fun stuff with catchphrases from the show or episode art, stuff like that. The link to that store is in the show notes, so check that out. Okay, that's all the internet. Join us next time for another episode of Teach Me Communism, where the class struggle is always in session. Bye, y'all.